Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. I'm your host, Maurice Rulo. It is Tuesday, October 20th, 2015, and we are on to episode 18. Victor, are you excited? Yes, I am. Why are you excited? I'm excited because yesterday, the Star Wars trailer, the third one, had debuted. Yep. Live on the internet. Yep. And Monday Night Football, if you're into that shit. Yeah, you guys probably shouldn't be on this table right now. It's, it's not good. Uh, oh, that man. You know, terrible things on this table last night after that trailer dropped. No, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's Oh, what... God. No wonder it was so sticky. Oh. <laughs> but <laughs> I got to tell you, though, you know, after watching that trailer, I've watched it a half dozen times, mm-hmm. and my body is yearning. It is aching. <laughs> it is wanting. It is needing this film. Friday, December 18. We are 58 days away. <sighs> What if it sucks? <laughs> uh, Vic, do you need a towel? I'll be in my bunk. Excuse me. <laughs> that was a very good trailer. I agree. Carl Berg, what'd you think? I didn't even see it. Oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even see it. Um, oh, my God. What'd I do? Halftime when it... such a Carl thing. Halftime, I switched it back to Raw, and plus I was working at the time, so I'm kind of like all over the place. And then, <laughs> oh my yeah, god, that was just it. there's literally one person in the world who has not seen this trailer and he's sitting at this table. Hey, <laughs> you're a monster, Carl. You're a monster. A monster. <laughs> I agree with this. I mean, I was, I was watching Raw too, Stone Cold started the show. That was pretty exciting. Yeah, I enjoyed that thoroughly. Then Undertaker came out. Yeah, and the, once I heard the bell, you know, I just turned into a little kid again. Yeah. That's how I felt with the glass breaking. It was awesome. All right, Eric. Wait, Stone Cold was back? Yeah, what? He, he came in for like 10. He's like, He's, oh, yeah, I'm done the podcast with Brock Lesnar after Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. Then, then, here's The Undertaker. And that was pretty much it. Oh. He was only off for like five minutes. Oh. But it was totally... Not even that's all I need. Mm. I need. That sounds totally boring. That's all I need. It was that's before the halftime, so I got to give it a little twofer in, if you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. So what did you think of this trailer, Eris? I thought it was mediocre. Oh, God, of course you did. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, Eris oh, thought something was mediocre. What a surprise. <laughs> What needs to happen in a trailer if you enjoy it, is my question. There's been a lot of trailers that I enjoyed immensely. Mm. Immensely. Mm. Usually, it has to probably be directed by Guillermo del Toro. His movies tend to have awesome trailers. I don't know why. The Pacific Rim trailer was one of the best things I saw the year that that was coming out. What what, what did you think was mediocre about the trailer? So, I enjoyed the visual Mm -hmm. of the trailer. Mm. I did. I greatly enjoyed it. You can look at me in the eye, Vic. I'm going to look at you in the eye the entire time I'm dissing this trailer right now. Go ahead, fucker. <laughs> Let's see what you have to say. I thought uh, that um, it left me with uh, more confusion, more questions than um, I was expecting or than I realistically wanted. And quite frankly, it pissed me off. I did not enjoy that. God, you're a nitpicker. We demand answers. <laughs> I demand Nick. answers, God damn it. Well, a lot of trailers have bad, you know, they fucking spoil like three quarters of the movie. Like, oh, there's the end. Right. <laughs> Terminator yeah. Genesis. Yeah. Hey, man, did, did, you, right? did you not see when John Boyega pulled out that blue lightsaber and then evil man, Kylo Ren, I know his name. That's mm. a cool ass name. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars has always had cool it's names. better than Captain like Phasma. That. That's a cool name, too. <laughs> what? Let's call him Captain Gu- Blaster Gun. <laughs> Seriously. Or dark, dark Helmet. Get out of here. Mm. Uh, Captain Laser Mech Rocket Arm? Yeah, that works. Yeah, that's, that's pretty man. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's uh, Brady's nickname. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 
everything Star Wars. So, let me finish about this trailer already. Oh, okay. I actually have things to say. I'm like, you dweebs over here. Just love Jim. That's you two. I have things to say. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I'll go on. Be with lots of questions. Continue. All right, fine. So, again, I enjoyed the visual. I thought that it looks cool, just like the the little behind the scenes thing that they did previously. J.J. Uh, Abrams seems to be doing a fantastic job of mixing in the uh, computer generated effects with the live action stuff, the practical effects, which looks really cool to me. So I like that. Um, the, the 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 effects explode. All of that stuff actually looked, you know lifelike at least I felt that some of that stuff looked really fake in, in the prequel trilogy mm -hmm. um, what I did not like however was the fact that they sort of I mean I feel, I'm not even a huge you know Star Wars fan but I feel like they crapped all over the end of Return of the Jedi where it was like okay in that movie things left off pretty optimistic and it was like alright we did something that's gonna change the friggin galaxy let's go and then credits roll. I was like, okay, yeah, everything's going to be all dun, right. Dun, 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 dun. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then in this trailer, they're like, hey, hey man. Hey. Psst. Hey. Hey, guy. Fella. I heard stories. <laughs> Have you heard stories? And then Han Solo's like, yeah, they're all real. Oh, really? So are you telling me, Star Wars, that there's no internet in the galaxy? That's Nobody cool. saw two Death Stars get destroyed? <laughs> They sort of blew up a planet. Like, you'd figure somebody would have seen this. And they're like, oh, snap. They killed Darth Vader. They killed the Emperor, who was probably everywhere on every TV on the entire galaxy. But no, hey, man, I heard stories. I don't know if that's real. Did it happen? I don't know. Well, maybe because she grew up on, like, a desolate planet. But they Bro, do, they, do have it's the, they have spaceships. <laughs> There has to be the internet. Yeah, Somebody should have gone online and been like, hey, y'all, we destroyed the Death Star. The Emperor's dead. Look at Darth Vader's melted helmet. Woo! And, like, that would have probably done it. That would have been a... That, hey, nobody would be like... There's no, there's no Twitter was, on the Death Star. He was shot. He was shot. Not after it blows he, up. He was over there. silent. He was over He needed some new brakes for his car. But he was like, hey, man, did you hear? I heard Darth Vader dead, right? Yes. Somebody's breaking the silence real quick already. So there is something called the Holonet in the Star Wars galaxy. And Apparently thing, not. And that confuses me in the, in, in the Aftermath book, which takes yeah. place after Return of the Jedi. They want us to believe Leia, hearsay and right, word I'm of mouth. Football. I'm From planet to... Which means get I'm your football out of here! Stone hands. I'm upset! How <laughs> close that was to hitting Victor. I don't let the shit go, bro. Never let the shit go. Um... In Star Wars Aftermath, which takes place after Return of the Jedi, Princess Leia sends out a galaxy-wide message and is like, Death Star is gone, Emperor is dead, Darth Vader is dead. Well, that makes they that trailer dead. even dumber. So that makes really that trailer sense. even dumber. Also, you know what my other gripe with that trailer was? Mm. The villain, Kylo Ren, who admittedly looks pretty cool. It's a cool design. I like the guy, the way he looks. Except when his helmet's totally off at the end of that trailer when John Boyega pulls out the lightsaber and then he pulls out his red, dumb, crossed lightsaber thing. Yeah. And he doesn't have a helmet on. Maybe that's the end of the movie. You know they didn't sure spoil some, anything. Sure know, dude, I just saw some flowing locks. There's, a, there's a picture of him I saw no mask. Weekly with no mask. That's terrible. Anyway, this is the Darth Vader fanboy, man. He's talking to Darth Vader's melted mask. Well, that's why. And he says, I'm going to finish what you started. 
That's what I'm gonna do. Darth Vader fanboy. Darth Vader kind of. Hey man. Hey. Hey. We get out of the shadow of the greatest villain the universe has ever seen. Huh? Stop riding his coattails, bro. Take off that mask. Be your own man, Kylo Ren. Well, when I was talking to Victor earlier, I said I'm more curious as to what happened between episode six and six and seven than just episode seven in general. Apparently, the internet went down. Darth Vader pretty much essentially finished what he started by literally killing all of the Jedi. <laughs> that, was, that was his job, and he did it fairly well. So all the Jedi is talking. That's about. another good point. I never. That yeah. trailer's super dumb. I'm just. I just I'm not. I'm not thrilled with they're going with this that well i mean there's so many questions but i wasn't sure how I, i'm not sure how i feel about how han solo said that well to say that the, the to say that the trailer was super dumb you're being extremely nitpicky and you're way off base iris i totally disagree with you fundamentally do you do yes. you at a molecular level yes. do you yes really I mean, the, do you really? Yes, you have to take into account that there's a 30 year gap between Jedi and Force Awakens. So there's 30 years worth of stories. And if you read uh, Star Wars Aftermath, which yeah, like gets into. Have, what's up? Hey, yeah, which hey, gets, which gets hey into Maurice, the, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Wow. How many years has it been since World War II? Mm. More than 30, 70, right? 70? Right. Yes. Did you forget about it? No. Have you heard? Hey, somebody, somebody just sneak up on you and was like. Hey, was it true? Did you you heard that? If, if you're from a desolate <laughs> town that doesn't get that shit, you don't know shit. There's right. spaceships! Let Victor speak. He's got things to say. Alright, uh, since I was rudely interrupted, which is, a, <laughs> which is a common occurrence on this fucking show, I was gonna Whoa. say I was gonna say that if you if you read Star Wars Aftermath, which takes place immediately after Return of the Jedi, a few months after that end of that film, it explains why that despite the destruction of the second Death Star, the Empire doesn't crumble just like that. I you, didn't say the, it did. the Empire has a galaxy-wide reach. Ever since when once they heard that the Emperor and Darth Vader are dead, the, all the all the main Grand Moffs and all the main lieutenants and commanders are jockeying for position to take over the entire Empire. So you have a huge power plays in, in every every single star system. Mm -hmm. So it's not like the Rebel Alliance got oh we won we're going to establish a new republic, which they do, but it's not it doesn't come without cost. If anything, the destruction of the second Death Star is just the beginning of even more of even more warfare, mm -hmm. of even more violence, of even more, you know, hardship. So, right. so Return of the Jedi, while, yeah, it is a happy ending, it doesn't lead to an immediate, you know, immediate utopia. No. The struggle is just beginning. And so if The Force Awakens is going to continue all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so to say that the trailer is dumb because, it, because, you know, for you it doesn't make any sense or it, it doesn't, you know, answer all of these, all of these uh, lingering story threads, watch the fucking film when it comes <laughs> out. And then it'll answer all your questions. Oh, instead of, instead of sitting here, instead of sitting here and, and being a fucking nitpicker over some stuff, over some Listen, stuff that man, a lot of people embrace, We can disagree, man. Vic, and no, that's no, no, okay. No, 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 I think I, that trailer is super dumb. And, and I think and I think and I think that you're totally off base by saying that. Yeah, it's a totally fine. it's you totally fucking that. nitpicky, man. You can think that. Oh man, this is super dumb because I don't understand any of this stuff. Listen, in those, I'm, I did not say it was not oh. the beginning of a struggle. I want to know why them stupid dumb teenagers forgot oh, that geez. somebody went out there and started a rebellion and destroyed two Death Stars and killed the greatest villains that the universe has ever seen. Because they're young kids. To them, this is this is. Anti that's the explanation. This is because. The no, let me let me finish. Let me finish. They're they're young kids. They, to them, this is ancient history. They're coming up and they don't know anything about this but until they meet Han Solo, who 
presumably is going to tell them anything, everything that there is to know about it. So, you know, you, you, can't, you can't blame them. I mean, they, they weren't around when Han Solo and Luke were in their prime. They, they're just going to learn these, these things. You know, the torch is going to be passed to them, the new generation of heroes. And that's fine. I find it extremely hard to believe that this is something that did not have a galaxy-wide reach. That is my problem. And that, okay, maybe the trailer just does a bad job In of, your opinion, yeah. Of, you know, emphasizing this. But it, I thought it did a bad job of laying out the, the, the world at post Return of the Jedi. So what, so what did you want? That's my opinion. Okay, so what did you want the trailer to do? To, to reveal everything? To, to lay all its cards on the no, table? Like Terminator Genesis did? No, <laughs> not at all. I did not want that. But I felt that it caused... Uh, to me, again, there's obviously you're not questioning the same things I am, and I will admit that I do that. We've, we've, we all know that I question stories on a you know deeper level and maybe the level of scrutiny that i'm giving the trailer maybe it, it's a fucking trailer who cares maybe it doesn't deserve it but i am that's the way i think when i heard that i'm like did they really fucking forget that they I'm sure did they forget i'm sure there's more to it, it was, i'm sure there is it's a trailer a, literally a 10 second conversation right carl burr's gonna have to break the tie <laughs> this is hey the, guy who hasn't seen the trailer what'd you think this conversation is argument <laughs> been highly entertaining. <laughs> I'm looking at Maurice. It's like we're looking at Harris and Victor and Harris and Victor holding in laughter for I think I mean that that trailer could I mean it's Star Wars, so that trailer could have been literally a piece of shit just sitting there for two and a half minutes and it wouldn't have mattered. So they didn't have to say anything in the trailer. Ninety-nine percent of everyone who watched that trailer thinks like you, and that's okay. Hmm. I'm sure that movie's, I'm sure that movie's gonna, gonna be to very watch. good. LucasArts and Disney is going to get my money. Yeah. That's all they care about. And I can guarantee you that. So uh, It's 30 years is a long time. I did think that line was a little stupid. But yeah, take it out of context. It is what it is. I just want to know where Luke Skywalker is. He's right. Dead. That was actually going to be my main point. Where where Luke at? Did he Probably establish dead. the new Jedi Order? No, did, he, did, he, did, he, did he not? Did he? Huh? Yeah. Is there a new Jedi Order? Does he have a new Jedi? I mean, I'm kind of glad that they didn't show so that. Oh, yeah, I think that, that, that's one thing that I think is a positive more than a negative to mm. Victor's point. They did not reveal everything. Yeah. So it's kind of, that. that's actually a good thing. Yeah. So I mean, it would have been I, cool to see Luke, though. Like, at least just a quick glance. Is that Luke? That would have been cool. Unless that, like, dude with the hand touching R2, I mean, that's probably Luke, I guess. So we've seen his hand, maybe. I suppose. Probably. So that means I have, what, you said, what, 58 days? Yeah. Are you telling that. us you didn't watch any of the Star Wars movies ever? I did it a long time ago, and then I just didn't care. Huh. I'm just not, not really that much of a Star Wars geek. <laughs> yeah. I think the last time I was really Neither into Star Wars... I think the last time I was really into Star Wars stuff. was the Dave Chappelle <clears throat> sex scandal skit with the Jedi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... Um, well, if, if, you, if, if you do watch the Star Wars films, watch the original ones. Uh, the prequel trilogy, you can ignore entirely. No, I don't ignore no, it. It's part of the story. I think I will, because it's part of the story. Cinematically... Artistically, <laughs> you can ignore it. Story-wise, you cannot. No, no, no. Believe me. Story-wise, you can't ignore the prequels. Because the original, the original trilogy gives you everything that you need to know. The prequel trilogy is just that backstory. And yeah. badly done backstory, might, might I add. It's a waste of time. Watch is that the, the reason why you hate yeah. Hayden Hate Penetier? <laughs> Hayden Christensen? Oh, Hayden Christensen, that's it. Hayden Christensen. <laughs> they're both hating shit. Yeah. I, just have to, I just have to say... Vic, you've come a long way. 
Yeah, I know I have. You have come a really long way. Yeah. I remember I remember the arguments we used to have back in the day about how great the prequel trilogy was. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to harp on it Wasn't anymore. Like that one you just had like yeah, five But ago. let's would just that say je- that... That would jeopardize your friendship, would you? I feel like a proud papa right now. <laughs> I feel like the story behind the prequel was good, just the execution was very poor. Exactly. Now, what yeah. about all like those other... Star Wars, like the Disney sh- Channel shows. That oh, like uh, Rebels and the Clone Wars. Whatever that name is, I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah. there's. Would I have to watch those too? Not necessarily. I, good, I ain't got that much. They add a lot of context from what I hear, though. I haven't yeah. seen any of that. I've seen uh, I've seen some of the Clone Wars stuff, and that sounds actually pretty. The cool. first Clone Wars animated series is oh, awesome. The one by Gandhi Tartakovsky. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like the legit anime one, not anime, but animated. Animated, yeah. Not, like, not like the hand drawn. Yeah. yeah. Gendy Tarkovsky. Yeah, that one was awesome. The guy behind mm. Dexter's Lab. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Samurai, Samurai Jack. Jack. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's him. Yeah. He, that that um, show was awesome. And the other General thing. Grievous in that show is was way better than he was in the actual movie. Yeah, way was. cool. He's like, I'm just, I have like six lightsabers. My fourth arm. Like he was super scary as I hell know. in that show. He, like, I remember he was like be lurking in caves, crawling yeah. on freaking ceilings like a spider and stuff. It and gives... then in the movie, he's just like, "Look at me! I can twirl lightsabers." Yeah, oh. it gives a lot better context to Anakin Skywalker and his fall than the prequel trilogy movies <clears> did. Yeah, if you if you think of the prequel movies as a first draft, a rushed first draft, think of Clone Wars as like the refined proofread final copy. Although, which builds up all the so ideas. Would I actually have to watch it? No, no. If you watch the movies, yeah. watch the movies. Yeah. And that's I'll make yeah. an effort to do Plus, so. Yeah, just Does, yeah. Go ahead. doesn't Anakin's Padawan become like a somewhat important character in the Star Wars universe from yeah. Clone Wars? Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to spoil anything. But yes, <laughs> sure. Yeah. I seem yeah. to recall she may have been in the Force Unleashed games for some reason. No. Oh, well, that was a secret apprentice who is no longer canon, so I guess yeah. you can ignore him. Yeah, that guy was cool. Yeah, he was super cool. I killed somebody. Still troopers. So ba. <laughs> um, go ahead, Vic. Yeah, I was gonna say, like I said, just just watch A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. Those that's all you need to watch, really. I re- and then and then you'll you'll be need, primed for episode seven. He's right. Need that's all you need to watch. Yes. Yeah. But I also I, I would suggest you also watch the. Do it just. I mean, I know the just if you. Yeah, we're gonna skip. really like. No, we didn't skip much. The uh, the Netflix uh, Netflix has the second Clone Wars cart uh, the anime like the yes. did the, the the computer generated yeah, one. Or, yeah, I don't know if anyone one. has the original. One. Yeah, um, someone I did find I sit on Reddit the other day. Someone posted a link to it. I mean, I can find it again. Um, but yeah, it gives a lot of good context. He does have an apprentice in the Clone Wars, and then she actually wants, she turns up on the new Rebels show cartoon. Oh, okay, she is cool. on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rebels takes place between episode f- three and four. Three and four, right, right, right. Because yeah. um, everything else ever, besides anything that George Lucas literally touched, like the Clone Wars stuff, is no longer applicable. So don't waste your time. those animated shows were still canon. No, they are. No, no, because he oh, had, they he had, yeah, okay. they are. He had like parts in them. Like gotcha. he loved the Clone Wars stuff. Like he like changed how Mandalorians were, and then. Darth Maul came back. It was, that was kind of dumb, but that George Lucas. That guy is, come back. He was cut in half and thrown right. down. That's a that's a great question. Rather large remedial. <laughs> yeah. Do a reactor core? Yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. How you get I back thought from those that. had. I don't know. Like and they produced energy. <laughs> sure do. Combustion. You didn't get cancer or anything. Science. I don't know, I don't know man. That Nuclear. Was, that was 
whack. Yeah. That's George Lucas for you. He just gets in his own way. But does he have robot legs when he comes back? Sure does. Oh, snap! <laughs> yeah, robot legs. Oh, and he has a brother. He has a brother. And he's gold. Tink, tink. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Robot legs are cool. Yeah. <laughs> Super uh, cool. Uh, but if hey. I could trade in my legs for robot legs, I would. <laughs> I'd be so good at basketball. <laughs> um, I did pre-order my tickets for the movie. Oh, hey, way to go. Oh. Yeah. So I will be seeing that on the 17th of December at 7.30 p.m. Remember, remember, the right. 17th of December. <laughs> See you all there. But I will not be doing that because that's mm-hmm. going to be when all the annoying, super-duper annoying nerds are going to go see it. So, yep. Speaking of which, Victor, you're going to show up in costume. <laughs> I don't have a costume, but I'm going to show up on the 18th. I'm, I, I, I didn't buy advanced tickets. Here's the interesting thing. Is that to say, yeah, it's the 17th, so it's the day before. Mm. I can't... I just, I can't, I can't, I gotta, I gotta go, I gotta go. That's fine, man, that's cool. I gotta go. I almost didn't come back and report about the midnight showing. I almost, no, I'm not going to midnight. I'm just going, it's like a day before, literally the day before, 7 p.m. Oh, really? 7.30 p.m., yeah. Oh, that's not bad at all. I thought it was midnight. No, I was going to come out of retirement because I don't do midnight premieres anymore, and then Eric's like, they're all sold out. I'm like, oh, okay, (laughs) never mind then. 7.30 it is, boom. Which is pretty sweet, but, uh, and I don't do IMAX, I don't do 3D. Yeah. Just give me a freaking movie screen. Really? Yeah. I'll do IMAX, but not 3D. I hate yeah. 3D. 3D, 3D gives you headaches. Uh, I, I can do it both. I watch it. I watch it in IMAX 3D. All it does is like it darkens the screen and makes the movie look worse. And most of the like 90% of the time, mm. the 3D is not I mean, done. Well. IMAX I enjoy. Yeah. I just don't need to see it in IMAX yeah, or no, pay extra for it. Um, yeah, that part sucks. Yeah, for sure. Hey, gotta but, get the money somehow. True that, son. But it's like an event, so I get it. I definitely get it. But I'm cool. I'm cool. Um, hey, way to way to try and coordinate a super cool Codex Prime. Fuck you guys. Wars I had to get, I had to get those goddamn tickets, man. Those are going fast. <laughs> I heard uh, on the radio this morning that in some places they are sold out and they're going on eBay for like a hundred bucks a ticket. Well, Jesus. I printed mine and Scalpers. put it inside a vault, inside of a <laughs> chest, inside of a safe. So. Someone wants to pay me a thousand dollars. I can go the next day with it. <laughs> I'm from the hood, so I just bootleg it. There you go. Oh, really? You're gonna bootleg Force Awakens? Yeah, oh no, that's totally gonna hurt Disney. No, it's not gonna hurt them by any means. It's not gonna hurt them by any means. But come on, man, that's a, that's an event. That's a film you should go out and see. That's a good point. Victor, he hasn't even seen the other freaking Star Wars that he can remember. What? Fuck, motherfucker! You don't deserve <laughs> to pay for it. You should get it bootlegged, you big jerk. Uh, you big fat phony. Mm-hmm. McCall Bird, other than uh, not seeing the Star Wars trailer, have you been up to anything else lately? Um, yeah, it was actually a pretty busy weekend. Um, like after work, um, I went to a uh, vinyl jam um, that was thrown by my man um, F Baby K. Shout out to him. And I was just like networking with a whole bunch of like legendary DJs, just a whole bunch of legendary DJs from the from the area, just spinning sets. You know, networking with amongst each other. So I went, you know, I went to that. Got to connect with uh, DJ Buck. I don't know if y'all remember him from Hot 106 I do. back in the day. I remember him. So yeah, I got to connect with him, Ruckus, DJ Boom. Uh, Lady Ruck was there, but I just missed her. So, so was, then... Was, was one Jazzy Jeff there? I heard I he's, wish. A, he's a DJ. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I wish. But then I had to leave that early because I uh, went to go see Kevin Hart. 
Oh, yeah, how was dude, that? Was, that dude's fucking hilarious. Yeah. But he's fucking tiny. <laughs> like, he comes up, it was just we like, all, we holy. All know this. All right. Like, you know you always hear how short he is, but then, like, he walks out, and I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, this dude's small. Like, <laughs> like you look at him like he's a little kid. He's so little. <laughs> but, but um, the dude was hilarious, and they were, like, very adamant about not having their cell phones out during the show. That's probably new material too. I'm like, assuming. yeah, it's all new material yeah. that hasn't been like released yet. Yep. So, but yeah, they're like anytime. Like, listen, just they had security just roaming. Wow. And then there was like the host of the show was like, "All right, well, we caught six people so far with their cell phones <laughs> out." <laughs> and one opening act comes out, which was his, which was members of his crew, the Plastic Cup Boys. And then he Wait, does his is thing. Is that really the name of a crew? Yeah, the Plastic Cup. Really? Boys. Yep, they had. Uh, Backdrop yeah. and it was it said plastic cup on it with a red plastic cup. It's only because Codex Prime was taken. Yeah. <laughs> I, guess any, I guess anything. And a lot of these the, the host came back up and he's like, "All right, so the count's up to 20. <laughs> like, hey, I think yeah. we should change our name to the Paper Towel Boys. <laughs> Honestly, but, I think we put too much thought into the name of the actual podcast. <laughs> but uh, no, it doesn't have to be the name of the podcast. This is our crew. We are the oh. Paper Towel Boys. I like that. Wait. Maybe we're the uh, Palmolive Dish Detergent Boys. That sounds good. I recommend that. I highly recommend it. The Coffee Mug Boys. Yep. Kills 99.9% of germs. <laughs> yeah. But all in all, just uh, it was a great show, great time. Um, Did you go with anyone to see this show? Yes, I went with a girl I've been dating for a couple of months now. Oh, hey. Nice, Carl. Yeah. Hey. Shout out to her. Any, anyone else, Carl? Oh, shout-outs to Tyrone, Shannon, you know, Flora, Carlitos. We all went, had a great time. And I don't care time. about the rest of those guys. Did uh, did TJ wear the sweet velour suit? <laughs> no, he put, Damn he put it. it out. No, Damn he put it. it out. He put the top out just to make jokes. I took a picture of it, put it on our chat. Everybody saw it. He tried to make fun uh, of my outfit. I still look good. That, so is, that is TJ's go-to Outerwear, <laughs> just wears the yeah. Most crew, you do something once, probably you, you got do it all the, time. <laughs> the velour suit heyday back when P Diddy used to rock that shit. Mm. Bringing it back, I like it. <laughs> yeah, um, I started watching this uh, documentary series called America's Book of Secrets. So he's just talking about secrets, you know, from what I've seen so far with the White House, the Freemasons, Fort Knox, Area Fifty One. So I was pretty interesting, you mm. know. Learning about that stuff. Um, I caught some of Tracy Morgan's return to Saturday oh, yeah. Night Live. Oh, man. I forgot that was this weekend. I'll have it's to go back on Hulu and check yeah, it out. How was that? It's on Hulu. He, he looks good. He seems he seems well. He talks he talks a little slow. He made jokes about the accident himself. So that was pretty. It was, just, it was very good to like just to see that. And he said, the first thing I do if I get better is to come home. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty much his first TV appearance. That's cool. So, you know, I was good with that. And then, of course, I watched the, right after Raw, I watched the Stone Cold podcast with Brock Lesnar. I did stay up for that last night. Yeah, he's an asshole. He is an anti-social asshole. It was awesome. It was so, he's just just like, straight up. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, I just don't work well with others. Yeah, come in, clock in, clock out, go home. That's it. That's what's up, man. Hey, if you're 6'10 and 10,000 pounds, you can do that. If you're literally a gorilla, you can do whatever you want. (laughs) You can do whatever you want. But, fun fact about Brock Lesnar, um, in his junior year of NCAA, the guy he lost to, Stephen Neal, 
better known as offensive lineman for the New England Patriots, three-time Super Bowl champion, yeah. and NCAA Champion <laughs> <That's right. laughs> defeated Bob Brock Lesnar, so he I did not know that until very recently, and he's the man. That's a yeah. fantastic, um, it's fantastic trivia. Yeah, I, I like will it. always Peace. label you as a traitor. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I got the ball. <laughs> um, but that was a good podcast. That was good. He's, yeah, it he's actually funny. was. It actually was good. You know, Steve Austin is very like funny. Yeah, he is. Like yeah. he just is. But it, what's Steve cool Austin about has charisma. Yeah, that and it's just. You can tell it's like similar to our podcast. It's just natural. We'll all just go with the flow. I'm sure he has some type of docket of questions, but mm-hmm. like it's more or less just a go with the flow. And everybody seems to have a good time, you know, on it. So I mean, if anything, our podcast is better. Indeed. <laughs> indeed. I know he listens. The, are you throwing the gauntlet out? At I know. Stone I know he right listens. Now? So I just want to say, I'm just, just kidding, Steve. You're <laughs> I do love it. He it's the way he talk. Like, he can talk about anything. Like reading his grocery list, and I'll listen to him. He's so good. Yeah, they were talking about like barbecue grills. Yeah, and trucks. <laughs> and Brock Lesnar listens to country music. Yeah. So yeah, that uh, I'm not surprised on that. He grew up in like South Dakota, which yeah. who is from South Dakota? Like, what <laughs> is in South Dakota other than nukes? All of our nukes oh. are in South and North Dakota. They actually, if you take the Dakotas and you just separate them through the United States, they actually have like the largest. Like the fifth largest nuclear arsenal arsenal in like the world. Wow. Mm. Yeah, that might not be exact, but it's it's pretty close. <laughs> that's a fun fact. <laughs> yeah, that's another one. Terrifying. Yeah. Fun fact. Don't piss in, off the Dakotas. Gives me more reason not to go to the Dakotas. <laughs> or does that give you more reason to go to the Dakotas? Right. Because they're, they're going dropping. to unleash. They're not going to unleash upon the Dakotas. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> But other than that, yeah, it's been a pretty good weekend, pretty busy weekend, but that's pretty much all I've been up to. Sweet. Sweet. Uh, Vic, any new movies? Yes, I've, uh, I've watched four new movies over Holy the weekend. Holy moly. Uh, before that, I went to the library. <laughs> I was waiting for it. And I, ch- I was waiting and, for it. And I checked out Destiny. That's right. The new what? Game, Sam. Yeah. They, uh, when the fuck do libraries carry video games? <laughs> what? Yeah, um, the Cranston Public Library, they, they're one of a handful of branches in the state that carries video games, and they carry PS4, PS3, Xbox One, and 360 games. And I saw this on what? the shelf. I like that he was hiding that in his binder for the big reveal. Yeah, <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. That's what, where the fuck were they doing that? How come they weren't doing that shit when I was a kid? <laughs> yeah, they've been carrying uh, video games relatively recently for the past three, four years. Huh. And yeah, I saw it on the shelf, and I I'm have like, spend money at Blockbuster or major video for video games, and then yeah, I can just go to the fucking library. And Victor just strolls in and gets like one of the biggest video games of last year, just chilling there. Yeah, it's destiny. I was like, oh, I mean, well. it's old now. But... So wait, what happens if you never bring it back and you just go to another library? Well, then I'd have to pay for it. I would. I would, would they like bill you for? It? Would they send you a bill? Yeah, they would. Really? Yeah. Do they, with books? Do they like take credit card information when you check it out or something? No. Well, oh, you just totally steal it. What, if, you what your if I give a fake name? Come on, dude, don't do that shit. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just curious for a friend. For a friend, <laughs> Maurice, I know you. You're a sneaky bastard, and just, I just want a free video game. One, they, they would. First of all, you'll be harassed with a ton of phone calls, and at some point, they will, they will come after you. They will get what they owe. <laughs> the libraries but, always get what they. But yeah, I, I checked out Destiny. I was, I was playing it over the weekend. It, it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, I could, I could see, I could see the praise and criticisms for it. You know, the, the gameplay is fun, mm-hmm. but the storyline. I'm sorry. What storyline? I mean, right. the, the the story is paper thin, 
and I'm hoping that the Taken King remedies that to some extent. I did notice that they did change the uh, voice actor of the ghost yeah. from uh, Peter Dinklage yep. to uh, Nolan North, North, I think. Yep. Yep. So that was pretty cool. Peter Dinklage was not good in that game, so you're not really missing anything, yeah. to be honest. He just he sounded like he just walked in from a nap, started yeah. talking, and, and that was his voiceover. It was weird. Very much so. But, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's a it's a fun game. Would I buy it? Probably not. But you know, it's 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 enjoyable. I'll probably renew it so I can keep it another week. But yeah, besides Destiny, I've watched four movies over the weekend. Wait, um, can, before you go on to those movies, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Out of curiosity, besides Destiny, what were your other choices for video games at the library? I'm just curious, like uh, what kind of selection they have. They had uh, The Last of Us Remastered. Oh hey, that's a quality cool uh, one. That's pretty yeah. legit. They had uh, Assassin's Creed Unity. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Um, Castlevania 2 Lords of Shadow. Yeah, that's a decent yeah, game. Um, they had, a, I think they had a couple of Madden and FIFA games too. Hmm. Yeah, it was a pretty, it was a pretty small uh, library of games, but some good quality. Some stuff that's actually playable though. That's yeah. not bad. Huh. Yeah. I'm actually rather impressed. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if this could have had it when I was a kid. Well, I probably wouldn't be able to. I still probably hold like 50 cents. <laughs> I might have to go ahead and assume a false identity and try and check out video games. So I don't want to get found by the library. Illuminati. <laughs> People disappear. They. You should probably check their overdue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I told you they. They're still after me, bro. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, check out check out the library, man. They got they got tons of good stuff. But yeah, I've I've watched uh, four movies over the weekend. Um, one of which I highly recommend, which I really loved, was uh, Steven Spielberg's latest film, Bridge of Spies. Which was really good, and uh, that film stars Tom Hanks. He plays a. Uh, it's based on a true life story. He plays this uh, guy James Donovan, who was this insurance lawyer, who was assigned to defend uh, Rudolf Abel, who's a Soviet spy for the KGB, and um, and he and it's a really thankless task because he has to defend him, and the and and Donovan becomes persona non grata to the eyes of the American public. They're like, why don't you just hang him? Why don't we hang him? He's a spy, and um, and well, and. What compounds matters is that uh, Donovan later has to defend this uh, U.S. pilot, uh, Francis Gary Powers, who's shot, who's whose top secret airplane is shot shot down over Soviet airspace, and he's captured. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he has to no- find a way to negotiate his release as well as uh, Rudolf Abel's release as well. And what's what's great about this film too is that it's a it's a really thoroughly engrossing Cold War uh, procedural drama. It's dialogue driven, and it was co-written by the Cohen brothers too. Oh, nice. Yeah, they actually wrote the script. And um, the film is filled with excellent performances. I mean, Tom Hanks has a given. Uh, Mark Rylance, who plays Rudolf Abel, the, spy, the Soviet spy, he, he's, he turns in a really good, understated performance. Like, he has, he has this zen-like calm throughout the, throughout, the, throughout the film, despite his situation. And so much so that it's almost unnerving that other characters ask him, it's like, shouldn't you be worried? And then, he, and then his response is, would it help? <laughs> and it's like Jesus, man. But but it, it's it's a it, he had a really terrific performance, and also the cinematography was great uh, by Janusz Kaminski, by Steven Spielberg's longtime cinematographer. And the film uses a lot of bloom lighting, so it's like a lot of like white light just like shining through like doors, doorways, and windows. Mm-hmm. Gives it a really classic feel. And the film the film could have been made in the 1970s because it has that vibe. And um, and the film is just utterly engaging from start start to finish. It's perfectly paced, and it's definitely one of the year's best films. So definitely check it out. Were there any dinosaurs? No, there were no di- no dinosaurs in this film. No superheroes. Uh, no superheroes. Okay. Uh, no exploding buildings, but Ooh. 
But yeah, Bridge of Spies, check it out if you're into Any great cars driving thing. through buildings? <laughs> no. No, but that does come up in one of his later movies. That he's no, but I feel that. like we're missing the obvious question here. What, exploding bridges? No. Oh. Yeah. No Does anybody bridges. fucking die? Uh, well, uh. Is this some violent shit? <laughs> well, it's Jesus been... Christ, Carl, calm down. <laughs> and you call me violent. Your appetite for violence is insatiable, Carl. But, but yeah, it's, uh. It's, I'm sure someone gets shanked. I'm sure at least once. I'm sorry, continue. Yeah. But, but yeah, if you're into great, uh, espionage thrillers, then Bridge of Spies should be right up your alley. One of the best films of the year. Check it out. Um, another great film you guys should. Right, I will. Yep. Another film you guys should absolutely make time for is uh, it's on it's Netflix's first film. It's called Beasts of No Nation, and no, uh, it's the Idris thing, right? Yep. Yeah. With yeah. Cool. I saw it. I was like, do I really want to watch it? <laughs> it's, right yeah, it's a film that you've got to be in the mood for because it is quite depressing, but it's but it's really really great. It's a it's a harrowing. It's a very intense film. It's about child soldiers. And it takes place in this unnamed West African country, but the film was filmed and sh shot on location in Ghana. Hmm. And uh, the film follows this uh, kid named Agu, who's this uh, African boy whose uh, his family's killed and separated, and uh, he's forced to join a rebel army, which is led by the commandant Idris Elba's character. And uh, the kid that plays him, this his this actor Abraham Ata, he gives a really good performance, one of the best child performances I've seen, mm. and. Like he was like he was really really terrific in it, and you and your heart just breaks at you know seeing his innocence get get destroyed because when he when he encounters this this uh, rebel army, it's like a really kill or be killed situation. If he doesn't join, they'll, they'll kill him. But then as he joins them, he's forced to kill. He's forced to you know help rape and pillage, and it's and it's it's a really. <laughs> It, it's it's a really it's a really powerful film and uh, and it really hits it's, it really hits hard and plus Idris Elba, you know he has a really great performance too, and and his character you know you already hate him from the get go because he's he's like a bad guy yeah yeah because oh, okay. he exploits all these child soldiers yep. but as you watch the film oh the film gives you more reasons to hate that son of a bitch right. and it's like Jesus Christ now really. is it similar to that if you guys remember a couple of years back on the internet they had that big Coney campaign mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, like Joseph Coney. Yeah, like he's like a kind of a similar character. Twenty twelve, baby. I won't rest until he's captured. <laughs> Just kidding. Did yeah. he even exist? Yeah, he did. He does, he but does. everyone forgot about him after like six weeks. And then, yeah, and uh, I heard like the guy who ran the yeah, campaign the, like went crazy or something. He yeah, yeah, he did. He went super crazy, probably just from all the stress from all the attention. Mm -hmm. But then people were like, "Oh, it's not on Facebook anymore." Oh, like, oh, whatever. Yeah, I'm sure, he's fine. I'm sure, he's a nice guy. Yeah, and uh, and the, the film has really great cinematography too. And that was directed by uh, Kari Fukunaga, who directed uh, such films as Sin Nombre and uh, Jane Eyre. And he also directed the first season of True Detective. So like the, the and, whole season, yeah, the whole season. Oh, okay. Like like in, I gotta the good one. Oh yeah, the good one. <laughs> like like in terms of quality, Beasts yeah. of No Nations is like is equal to that. So this is the movie that went directly to Netflix and skipped the theaters. No, um, no so it's in select select. It's it's in select theaters. Like it was originally gonna have a wide release, okay. but the, but because it was released on Netflix at the same time, all mm -hmm. the main theater change took umbrage at that. Right. So they refused to show it. So how do you feel about that? Yeah, I, I think it was pretty dumb on the theater chain's part because that's more revenue for them, mm -hmm. and plus it's even more more uh, revenue for Netflix as well, more attention. Right, it's mm -hmm. the future, guys. It's yeah. it's you, you can't stop it. You, yeah. you can't stop it. Yeah, yeah, you really can't. And and plus, this film is a good example of um, you know Netflix is this is their first original film, so mm -hmm. this is if anything, this could be like 
a, a throwing down the gauntlet to Hollywood because Netflix can actually make dare arts more artistically daring and original creative mm -hmm. films. And it's like make your move, Hollywood, because right. we got ours. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Beasts of No Nation, excellent film, also one of the year's best. Check that one out as well. Uh, two more films. Uh, one I saw was a uh, Guillermo del Toro's latest film, Crimson Peak. Oh, what was that trailer? Yeah. Um, the film. The, the the best thing about that film is that it, the, the cinematography and the set design, the production design, like it's just lush, macabre visuals. Guillermo del Toro, as we've pointed out, he's well known for having like visually stunning uh, films, and that really, they're really, uh, there's a lot, a lot of creative uh, creature or set design and whatnot. Uh, and, and the film, the film's kind of like a gothic romance, more so than a straight-up horror film. And it kind of reminds me of two old films that you guys should check out. One called The Innocence, with which was came out in 1961, by directed by Jack Clayton, and another film called The Uninvited, which came out in 1944. Kind of reminds me of that in terms of like its overall vibe. But the film as a whole, it's 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 all right. I mean, the, the story was kind of fair to middling, and it was kind of predictable and melodramatic. Mm -hmm. And um, the, the film wasn't bad by any means, but it's a film that I recommend renting through, via Redbox or Netflix. It's not a film that I say you shouldn't go out of your way to see in the theater. No, he directed it or did he produce it? Yeah, he wrote and directed it. Okay, okay. Yeah, How so, was uh, Charlie Hunnam's performance then? He was good. He was, he, he was good. He was, did he play Jax Teller? No. Nah. Good? No, nah, he, he played, he played uh, just an upstanding uh, citizen. Who was the love interest of Mia Wasikowska's character? Okay. Yeah, but uh, but the film the film it was, it was all right. You know, mm -hmm. I'd say Pan's Labyrinth is still uh, Del Toro's best film and his masterpiece. I think once you make a name for yourself, you're good. You're just good. Yeah. You're, you're good. Mm -hmm. So uh, actually, I'll get to it on my roundabout. But uh, please yeah. continue. Yeah. So yeah, Crimson Peak. Check it out when it hits Redbox or Netflix. And uh, last but not least. Uh, I finally got around to watching Furious 7. Yeah! <laughs> Movie of the year, right? High five, Victor. Oscar winning performance. Way better than Bridge of Spies. Way better. Oh my God, so much better. There's no. Way more exploding bridges. <laughs> uh, Furious 7 was... Okay, well, let, let, let me set up. The, 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 the basic storyline is that Jason Statham's character, Deckard Shaw, he's going after uh, Vin Wait, Diesel. Have you seen Fast and Furious 6? It's very important. I have not. Well, I, I, I have no idea. No, I've I, seen. I can't take it okay. seriously. <laughs> I've, I've seen. Okay, with the Fast and Furious, my history with the franchise, I've seen the very first film, which right. I enjoyed, but then yeah. again, I was 17 when it came out. Yeah, you were. I saw Fast and, Fur yeah, Fast and Furious 4, which was all right. Fast 5, which is my favorite. Mm -hmm. 6, I ignored. Yeah. Uh, Tokyo Drift and Part 2, I ignored. Um, this movie, I was, it was, the, the, the storyline... Oh, man, because if you, okay, so if you skip Fast and Furious, okay, if you skip Fast and Furious 6, because that's when the shit went off the rails, mm -hmm. and, like, it totally transformed from, like, a racing movie to a heist superhero movie. Yep. Yeah, this, this movie is just a live-action cartoon. It's basically <laughs> a superhero film. Like, all, like, Dominic Toretto, Vin Diesel, and his, and his crew, they're the heroes, and the vehicles are their costumes. They're their yeah. outfits. And uh, Jason Statham, he plays the main villain who wants to get revenge for the near death death of his brother, um, from reportedly. And of course, the CIA comes in and says, and the Kurt Russell says, "Oh, get this God's eye surveillance system for yeah, us." Yeah, where'd that come from, Kurt Russell? <laughs> um, the, the the film. I like it. The <laughs> Furious Seven was gleefully, gloriously, gratuitously gauche, and I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. A lot. 
I liked Furious 7 even though it is dumb as hell. The the, the storyline is complete utter balderdash from start to finish. It's like it's like it's like a 8-year-old child sat down and wrote the script. Yep. And it, 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 it is just 100% proud schlock. It is schlock. Like there was, there was one part which I just busted out laughing because it was so cheesy. It was hilarious. The part where Vin Diesel and Jason Statham, they confront each other and they're wheel, dual wielding these, these wrenches like they're swords and they're jumping at each other in slow motion and they're actually having a wrench fight like, like a sword fight. And it was so stupid. I'm like, We've how can I hate this movie? Once or twice. And and of, and of course, the the one film, the one moment in the film that made me pause it, I had to pause it and take a walk for five minutes, was the fucking skyscraper scene. Yeah. yeah. Where they drive this really expensive car. It's like one of ten. Yep. Which happens to have the secret gods I think that they're looking for. Right. They drive it through a skyscraper sure into another sky skyscraper. And that's not even the best part. Mm -hmm. Into a third <laughs> skyscraper. Oh, yeah. See, now. That's when things get good at the third skyscraper, you know? The first and the second were like, oh, okay. Well, only two. Sure. Come on, man. Two skyscrapers. Oh, that went for three? When I saw that, I paused it and I was like, what? <laughs> I had to take a walk and I had to really ponder my life. And then I came back and I finished the rest of the film. And plus there was a one, there was... <laughs> Oh my God, The Rock. I mean, The Rock is great, but there's one part where he says, Daddy's got to go to work. And he, his arm is broken, right? He's crippled throughout most of the film. All he has to do is literally flex his bicep and he cracks the fucking cast open. He's fucking rock. Yeah. yeah. I bet you that was it. actually real life. I bet you that did not take any type of special effects. Right. So you need to follow him on Instagram. Have you seen The Rock's biceps? I have. I mean, it's fucking... Have you watched him work out? Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's the rock. I can understand it. I mean, but still, Enough I mean, said then. <laughs> and, and, plus, and plus, there was there was one part, very very minor minor spoiler in in the in the film's climactic action sequence where he drives an ambulance and there's like this drone, this drone that's you know shooting and you know trying to pursuing our heroes. He just happens to drive this ambulance off an overpass and he just happens to hit the drone right at the exact moment when it's in mid-air mm -hmm. and then he comes out of the he, he emerges from the from the uh, ambulance unscathed mm -hmm. he picks up the minigun mm -hmm. from said drone and he uses it as a weapon and I'm, and I'm thinking to myself mm -hmm. this is fucking bullshit this is <laughs> schlock I should say this movie is a glorified wank alert. <laughs> I can't well, do it. Don't do it. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. Hell no. But, but, that Furious 7 was amazing. But Furious 7... <laughs> I'm sorry it does not fit your cosmopolitan taste, but... I mean, Furious 7, I mean, yes, it's outside my, my cosmopolitan taste, but I gotta say, it's, it's so dumb, but it's so gleeful, it's so gauche. It knows what it is. It knows what it's made for. It's made for the popcorn munching, mouth breathing, dick beating, vulva rubbing Whoa. idiots out there. Whoa. But you know Whoa. what? It's I okay. Like all three of those things. <laughs> it's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be condescending. I understand where you're coming from. It's okay because I too enjoyed this movie, right. and I would. I would definitely watch it again. That being said, Fast Five is still my favorite of the franchise. Mm -hmm. And also, we do not, and I mean, we do not need to see another film of this franchise again. I think part seven wrapped right. up everything that needed right. to be said. I, we need to see three. That, I, can, <laughs> I, I agree, yeah. but hey, fuck it. Hey, if they can do it, we do not need not? to see one. 
we need to see three. <laughs> There's a reason but why it's... it made yeah. 1.5 billion dollars. Universal really likes money, just like Disney really likes <laughs> money. money. Why are they? Someone asked the question tonight. Why are they doing more Star Wars? Because they really love money. It's yeah, the, and uh, geeks so... like you would buy into it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, action aficionados like us right. will buy. Furious eight, nine, and ten, mm-hmm. and Why? well, I mean, I even Live for Your Die Hard. That was the one that came out, like the the sequel a couple years ago with Bruce Willis. Live yeah. for Your Die Hard, and I love that movie, and that was stupid action as well. Live for Your Die Hard was terrible. It was terrible. Don't awesome. compare that to Fast. I'm not comparing. I'm oh, saying right. it was ridiculous. Yeah. Like the, I mean, the best part about the original Die Hard, we'll get to Die Hard later, mm-hmm. is it was like. You know, the dude with no shoes in the billy. You kind of see, you know, make it happen. But then for your diehard, it got totally insane. And I was like, this. And just like the beginning of the Fast and Furious movies. They were like legit street racing, and then they got bananas. Yeah. Just like that, live for your diehard, which I thought was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, well, you also like Kung. Wow. Kung Pao. Enter the fist. Uh, yeah, so it's good. Uh, yeah. Vic, yeah. Out of curiosity, you. Your description of this movie, uh, a little bit over the top, in my opinion. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel that that description really d- d- is better served uh, when when it is properly deserved. Like one of my favorite movies of the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Crank 2, High Voltage? <laughs> <laughs> I have seen Crank 2. Now, that another, another Jason Statham is glorified Barbara. insanity. That's all that movie is. I mean, that description that you just gave for Fast 7, like, Fast 7 is a straight-up, like, Shakespearean play, <laughs> writing-wise, compared to Crank 2. Yeah, that, that, that whole, when the villain's head... <laughs> that movie's a cool, it is fantastic. I love Crank 2. I, mean, I love the Crank first two? one. I love the first You one. would love Crank 2. You and would. Crank 1. Crank 1 is really good. Mm-hmm. Crank 2? High voltage. To another level. Yeah. Full throttle. Charlie's Angels 2. <laughs> Crank Two was fucking dumb, but it but it was a very enjoyable. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm not looking to go see no Bridge of Spies. I'm going to see a car drive through a skyscraper, and then another one, and then hopefully a third. <laughs> no, no, who knows? Maybe Abe can bring in a fourth one. Oh my god! Whoa, you think, uh, man? That's crazy. Call. Hey, well, hey, I like to think big. Calm down. Gotta think big, man. <laughs> well, um, part eight is going to be taking place in New York City, so anything is possible. Yep. And Kurt Russell might be coming back with his weird, mysterious like character, who, whatever. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna. I'll see it either way. I yeah. love Fast and Furious movies since the first one. I don't even like cars, but now it doesn't really matter because it's not really about cars anymore. Now it's about skyscrapers. That's great. Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. I love every second of it. I would like them to drive a tank through four skyscrapers. <laughs> I feel like I've seen that before somewhere. I will not be ordering advance tickets for Star Wars. I might for Fast Eight. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll buy two and bring victims. <laughs> you know what? I, I don't need to see three more of these movies. It's going to be 8, we, 9, and 10, man. We Why? will have a Codex Prime Goes to the Movies episode one time. We'll do a Victor movie, and then we'll do a Morris movie. Carl just offered you free Vin Diesel. How do you turn that down? I can't. I wouldn't turn that down. Like this. Nah. Free Vin Diesel? Are you going to see the, uh, what was it, the Last Witch Hunter? Oh, yeah, Last Witch Hunter. I think I will. I want yeah. to. Mm-hmm. I want to see that movie. Mm-hmm. Everybody's hating on that movie. Bro. <laughs> Check it out. It's worth giving a shot. Listen, giving man. A shot. Vin Diesel's a huge nerd. 
I, I believe him as a witch hunter. Why not? That's nerdy as shit. Yeah, what's her name? Is from Game of Thrones, isn't it? Yeah, right. Wait, you know nothing, Jon Snow. Uh, that e- girl. Egret. Yeah, Egret. Uh, I don't know what her real name is. Yeah, yeah. She's Egret. That's her real name. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I do want to see another Riddick movie. Yeah. yeah. Those don't make enough money, though, so probably yeah. not. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Hey, Netflix could Plus, probably take Riddick it. Riddick 2 right. was garbage. I was. Chronicles of Riddick. Mm-hmm. Oof. That stung me. Oh, that was one after Pitch Dark. Right. Pitch Black, Pitch Black. Chronicles of Riddick, then yeah. Riddick. Yeah. Right. Pitch Black can... No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Pitch Black is the best one out of all of them. Yeah. Um, but Chronicles of Riddick, you can just... Didn't see Riddick. Fell asleep during Chronicles. Yeah. At the theater. Yeah. That's, that's the right reaction. Terrible. <laughs> it was a bad movie. I have not seen them. I did play Butcher Bay, though. Escape from the Dragon. That is excellent. Yeah. Which I don't know why. But hey, it was good, though. I mean, I was just like, oh, this looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Any other movies in your uh, trips to the library? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. Just uh, just on my work grind, grading those papers and whatnot. Nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to more movies uh, this coming weekend. Steve yeah. Jobs is coming out this Friday. How's, uh, how's John doing in class? Who? I don't have a John. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but... But yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. And uh, yeah, don't forget goosebumps is out. I think I'll be seeing that pretty soon, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's Harris, what are you up to? <laughs> well, I just uh, I would like to take a moment um, and just um, get serious here for a moment. Oh. Because I really, uh, I really feel that this topic really deserves some attention really mm-hmm. realistically okay. everyone it's really important when you see you know that if you've been victimized mm-hmm. if you if you've been oh, <laughs> molested oh, oh no uh, if you if you're a victim mm-hmm. of unwanted fantasy football thrashing <laughs> Pen ready for stabbing. <laughs> call 1-800-Pen-Time. Uh, <laughs> I'll answer your call. And he uh, will. Please okay, make I... sure that you reach out to your local rape support center. <laughs> like I told my boy Carl Bird to do when I destroyed him in fantasy this weekend. Please do not send I am a man of my word. A man of my word. I told Carl. Carl! I will take advantage of your sweet innocence. <laughs> like you are an underage prostitute. Now, we did have some questions. And that I did, Carl. Uh, I, 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 I take it how you win some, you lose some. No, Carl. But you live to fight another day. That was not a win, Our Carl. rematch is coming. It was total annihilation, Our rematch Carl. is coming. So it was on. destruction on a level... That has never been seen on the fantasy gridiron, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> I will send you when our rematch comes. <clears throat> yes. I will send you into the deepest, uh-huh. darkest pits uh-huh. of hell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I did? I last am year? coming for uh, revenge. Uh, last Carl. year, you know what, Carl? Your threats feel so empty. I'm coming you for revenge. You just said the same thing last week, and I just took your team to Pound Town. <laughs> With no resistance, I walked in, and I did what I wanted with that team, Carl. I did what I wanted. When the rematch comes, 
I am taking you to Suplex City. Bitch. Make the postseason, Carl. Then we can talk. Okay. Fantasy football game I played against Ayers, I did win, and I made sure he did not make the playoffs. So what's up? That, yeah, was, very, that was very annoying. Actually, <laughs> I was on the cusp. I was making a triumphant comeback after I. After ah, <laughs> uh, that reminds me. I traded Jonas Gray after the Colts right. game straight up for Tom Brady. <laughs> Who the fuck did that? Uh, best trade in fantasy football history. I did not. Who the fuck? Somebody now, in my work league, man. What so, can I say? So someone, no, we did post the pictures, uh, the picture of the scoring. I did. We, we did. I have, did. We did have a few questions from mm-hmm. one John Gray's friend of the show. Uh-huh. He wanted to know um, if there's multiple flex spots. Nope. Just, just one, one flex. Yep. Is just it, one. Is it scoring? So is it PPR? Standard. 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 Super standard. Uh huh. That's a lot of points for a standard league. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I told you. Who were your heroes and who were your? Uh, goats. Literally um, everyone on my team yeah, is right. a hero. <laughs> he, he took the best. I have what what I like to call a sleeper team. <laughs> which AKA is a just team a that everybody, bunch of bums. Just a pack that of everybody slept on. So, I mean... For J- good reason. Javon, Jermaine Curtis underperformed. Uh, Marcus How do you Eaton. underperform when nobody has any expectations for you? Jermaine Curtis. Right. I mean... Adrian Peterson underperformed. That's true. Yeah, that one. Sure. So... Um, the New England defense actually did not score me as much as I would hope they would. Mm, so that, and I had a bunch of bye week issues. So, uh-huh. yep, I have a lot of bias. Let's see who was on your bench. Bye week issues. These are his bye week issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terrence Williams. Mm. Uh, Tavon Austin. Mm-hmm. And the Dallas defense. <laughs> Those are his bye week. Issues. Not to mention, I have. <laughs> Eric Ebron, who did not play, who's been hurt. And Deshaun Jackson, who is you're not really selling me on this team of sleepers. No, no, like I said, I I was on a three-game winning streak. Last week. Well, I put a quick stop to that, Carl. Actually, no, you didn't. Ramos did not. Oh, you lost last week? You lost to Ramos? Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's last week. Man, I mean, all the love to my boy Ramos. Ravens in our league, we do not respect you. <laughs> Fantasy football is very fickle because last week I won all three. And this week I lost two and tied one. So, you know, ebbs and flows. Yeah. Ebbs and flows. So, for... We're just, but this week know. I'm playing a total tomato can. I can't wait. Oh, nice. <laughs> there you go. I can't wait for my turn at the tomato can of our league. <laughs> I get them so late in the season. It's yeah. kind of annoying. Actually, mm-hmm. everybody's it's like everyone's had their turn, right. but me. It's like the Duke lacrosse team. <laughs> no, no, no. They were found to be innocent, so that the joke can one? be made. The fractured one. That joke one? can be made. The yes. fractured one. Oh yeah, I got him. The last place team. Oh, you got, got him this week. Oh, no, I already had. I already had. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's had. Everybody's going against them except for me. Um, but ju- just to give you a good indication of how bad the beating was, Carl could have literally started his entire team, including his bench, against me, and I would have still destroyed him. Not destroyed, but you still would have won. No, straight up destruction. Like you can add all the points on your bench. It's literally five points from Michael. So this, so this it would I, just I, be I'm five extra points. I took my, I took my L. This but... tomato can I'm playing next week has not, for some reason, I don't know why. <laughs> Has not played a tight end in like eight weeks. Okay. Wow. They have one on their. I don't even know if they have one on the bench. Did he just like give up on his team already? I don't know. And they have two people on by. Sure right? I'm like pretty it. sure they're not gonna slot in. And the best part is that 
we have a thread where everyone talks to one another, and for, I don't know if they just ignore it completely, but I'm not going to warn them, so fuck them. <laughs> I also, uh, I, I did narrowly beat out our boy friend of the show, Freddie, in mm-hmm. our PPR league. Oh, yeah. Thanks to Eli Manning. Being Eli Manning. And yeah, he just Eli Manning all over the place, yep. which was amazing because he had been like a top five fantasy quarterback. Yeah, that first drive, he looked really great. Like they were going to run all over him, and mm-hmm. then they just didn't. I thought it was done. Yeah. Eli Man- I had uh, He had Eli Manning, he had Odell Beckham Jr., yep. and he had DeMarco Murray. That's why. And I still won. You can never, if you're a football fan or any sport, but especially football, you cannot judge a game by the first drive. Right. Because if you watch that game back and then they're driving the second one, like, oh, they're going to score again. Interception, boom, never scored again. Hmm? It was weird. It was like the tale of two teams. Yeah, it's legit fantastic. But it is the year of the Eli. So everyone needs to be real careful. We all know what happens True. every four years True. in a red moon. Paul <laughs> Victor's playing tic tac toe by himself as we speak. That's okay. Hey, whatever, yeah, he whatever, his... whatever you need to do to entertain yourself, Vic. Um, but yeah, at least Freddie made it a game. I'm like Carl. <laughs> <laughs> the rematch is coming. So I thoroughly enjoyed beating the life out of Carl's fantasy hopes and dreams. No, you didn't. No, you it didn't. Was, I'm still hanging in there. It was delicious. I'm at a five. I'm at a five hundred. It was thoroughly delicious. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. I I just recall his uh, confidence from last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Carl, that was nice. Anyway, so on to uh, other things. So, um, actually picked up and. St- and started uh, moving forward on a Daredevil. So I'm back on that horse. Oh, thank you. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. So, uh, yeah, that's still a really good show. Uh, I'm, what, about halfway through now, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm at the point where he was uh, surrounded in an abandoned building yep. with the Russian gentleman. Yeah, that cool. was a good episode. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Yep. So, yeah, Daredevil. I need to catch up before uh, season two. Yeah. So that was actually... I think really you got plenty of time, because I think yeah. Jessica Jones is in November. Yep. Yeah, so yeah. I, need to, I need to just finish that out. Um, I did watch the rest of the episodes of Heroes Reborn. Oh, yeah, that's so shitty sex I, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I am caught all the way up mm. in Heroes Reborn. And surprisingly... I'm going to continue watching that. That's actually a halfway decent show. I'm glad mm. one of us is. It's a, <laughs> You are so jaded about <laughs> Heroes. So... And I completely well, is understand Is it really it. bad, but it's just like, well, I guess I made it this far. I might right. as well keep going. That's a good no, question. No, 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 no. I, 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 would, I, will, was... I will happily quit on a show. That is the last television show if that, it is, sucks. that is not Monday Night Raw. That, I, that is the last show I watched week to week. Oh, okay. On a week to week basis. I have not watched any TV show since then. For longer than a season, you should give it a try. Nope. I think it's not bad. It's, I'm not saying that it's a masterpiece. It's not a great television program, mm-hmm. but it's a pretty good show. Mm. I did. I am enjoying it um, on a you know base level. I don't think that the performances are great. There's a lot of corny stuff in there still. Um, but you know, it's Tim Kring. We thought it was amazing back in Hero season one. It's it was the same thing a little bit. A lot less emphasis on the powers. I feel like. You wake me when Peter Petrelli shows up. The cool. I hope he never will. Cool. I hope he never does. The cool exploding Peter Petrelli that should have died at the end of season one. That one. Let me know when he comes around. Thanks. I hope he never does. (laughs) I hope the show gets. Heroes coming back. I saw that. Yeah. So yeah. 
that'll be cool. Mm-hmm. I liked him. He was a funny little man. Yeah. Time <laughs> travel, that doesn't get him into any trouble ever. But yeah, like the story is still kind of, um, it, 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 it's a bit of a slow burn um, with the story because they do a lot of things um, that make n- no sense. Like at one point, they run into this uh, hero who is captured by this corporation. They break into the corporation, run into her. She sort of runs away from them uh, and gets captured by the people, recaptured and uh, sort of indoctrinated into this weird process that they have to like extract powers from the superheroes or the heroes, evos as they call them. So the man in the horn room glasses and his helper proceed to leave the facility where the girl is we smash cut after commercials to them sitting outside of this place saying, man, we need to go back in there and rescue her. What? Why'd you leave in the first place? That makes no story sense. (laughs) But still, whatever. You know, I'm not expecting highbrow content from Heroes Reborn, so I'm just taking it for what it is. <laughs> Tim Crink sucks. That's, so, that's the dumbest thing. Like, you were just in there. What do you have to plot another way to get into a place you just were? That's, that's a great question. But that's where we are in Heroes Reborn, and I will continue to watch it. I also uh, watched Tomorrowland. Oh, yeah, that Disney movie that yeah. no one saw. Starring ye old George Clooney. Uh, also starring Raffi uh, Cassidy and Hugh Laurie, who we might remember as Dr. House. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, directed by Brad Bird of no Pixar relation. fame. <laughs> right, this is B-I-R-D, not B-Y-R-D. Okay. I did not destroy Brad Bird in fantasy over the weekend. <laughs> uh, so Tomorrowland was disappointing to Disney. I, I recall um, how basically it fell very flat um, in movie theaters when it first came out. It was expected to be a big hit and it was not. Uh, but it, it, upon watching it, I can understand why it was and I also f- I feel like um, the, you know, the, the trailers kind of... It, it was very true to what the movie was um it sort of built it as this big grand vision and it sort of felt fell hollow which i feel like was kind of how the movie was received where you know you have tomorrowland you have all the uh, this amazing stuff so it's a lot of amazing visual um the, the 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 effects in the movie the visuals just everything about the the way the movie is filmed is gorgeous it's a gorgeous movie um but there's no substance to any of that stuff there's never any explanation to you know why tomorrowland is what it is or was what it was um obviously as you, uh, you can pretty much figure out there's going to be a conflict in this place and at one point we kind of go there and we see that the place is no longer what it once was and we are offered zero explanation as to why this is. You know, it went from a utopia to a dystopia where, the, you know, there used to be all these people on friggin' rocket packs flying around and, you know, doing all this innovative science and arts and all this kind of stuff. And then um, sort of flash forward at one point we go there and we see what it has become. And um, th- there's none of that um, sense of wonder where uh, I feel like something... Um, it, it, to me, it should have had a Bioshock vibe to it, and it didn't. 
it just felt like an empty place with no 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 history no explanation but i thought that would have been cool if they would have kind of um expounded on on what happened there i feel like that should have been more of a focus on the movie mm-hmm. but instead they focused a lot more on just like the action a little bit and some bit of um, personal conflict between Hugh Laurie's character, who is the movie's main villain, and uh, George Clooney's character. So George Clooney was fine. He's I don't think George Clooney's ever terrible in a movie. He, he was good. He was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it, it's a fun movie. Just don't, you know, don't expect it to blow your socks off, which I didn't, but I did expect a fun uh, little movie, and that is what I got. Gorgeous visuals. I definitely just recommend if you're just browsing for something to watch and come across Tomorrowland perfectly fine two hours of your life I do not regret watching it but neither will I say that it's a classic or anything of the sort gotcha and George Clooney was terrible in one film Batman and Batman (laughs) but in his defense everyone was yes true you can you can go ahead and blame old Joel Schumacher for that one. Yeah, I would <laughs> and WB guy. WB mm-hmm. pulled True. that up. We were talking about that this week where they just wanted like toys, so they just made everything just shiny as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. that's really dumb. Yeah, I'm with you. So dumb. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, no, we uh. Got together with the boys on Sunday, watched a good bit of uh, football. It was a good time. Hmm. That's a good weekend overall. Nice. I finished Star Wars um, and the book, uh, Aftermath, Aftermath. yes, in anticipation for the trailer coming out. Um, Honestly, I was not enamored by it as a book. Mm -hmm. Not not Star Wars, it was awesome. Um, But it didn't wedges in it. Until he's, but he's barely. Yeah. Um, but that was like part of the selling point. I'm like, oh, sweet. It really wasn't that in it. Uh, Star Wars is cool, but all like the new characters. Uh, I guess a lot of the characters were on Endor, or the forest planet um, off of Endor, or Moon, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like where it all dissects, and they're like, oh, I remember this person, yada, yada, and they all come together. Um, and you can get that just by reading the flap of it. Um, but as a book itself, it was kind of slow. Um, none of the characters really jumped out to me too much. Um, I'm curious your thoughts, Victor. I was like thinking, oh, look, I know you read it as I was reading. I'm like, I wonder if Victor thinks of this book. Because <laughs> it just seems, I just didn't really move for me. The ending was pretty good. I know it's a trilogy, so, you know, it's still a lot of room to move. Yeah. And I just love Star Wars so much. But, and they gave you a little bit, like the hollow, hollow, uh, hollow net of yeah. Princess Leia announcing that stuff. The New Republic, which they did confirm, is a thing. Yep. But then more questions, as we were talking about earlier, I don't know. I don't know where they're going with it. I'm still going to read the next one and the next one and all the comic books in between, but we'll see. Yeah, I thought it was fine. Mm. It was a fine uh, action action story. Yeah. You know, I thought I thought I thought it was uh, well paced. You know, yep. for action wise, I, I thought we were going to get. I thought it was going to be a wedge centric yeah. story. Yeah. But I was like, oh, he's barely in it. Yeah. It's like yeah. we're focusing on these new characters, but the new characters were okay. Yeah. He was like the Rock from Furious Seven. Yeah. He was like he was indisposed for a good portion of it, mm-hmm. and he's like the most one of the most famous like secondary characters in the history of like film, television, movies, anything really. Yeah. Because he was in. Through the battles with both the Death Stars, the Hoth. That's yep. really all he did in yeah. the three movies. He was always in the space battles. Um, the one... Uh, what the heck? There was something else I wanted to say about that. Um, but I cannot remember what it was. I forget. Oh, there, but, there, was one, there was one cool character called Mr. Bones. Oh, yeah. He was really cool. I did yeah. like him. I liked him a lot. 
Um, oh yeah, people always complain that the expanded universe, the ex expanded universe, the books are always really bad and like it was just crap. A lot of those, some of those books are better than this one. I'll give you that. I'll tell. I'll say that much. I'll say that much. Um, but not all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still. Just, I'm just very confused because I know they said they're getting rid of the old stuff, but then they're gonna like take stuff in. They're gonna fold it in if it makes sense, if it's good. Yeah. But it just it's all very confusing for me. I don't know what to think. Yeah. It's all very confusing. <laughs> yep. Like I really want to read a Shattered Empire. I know the trade yeah. paperback's coming out uh, November 18th. Yep, I got that pre-ordered. Don't worry. Yeah, I'll pre-order on Amazon. I'm yeah. a sucker. Yeah, that follows. So it's another book. That's a it's like a comic, right? Yeah, it's a graphic novel. Yeah, it follows uh, the main cast from the original trilogy. What they're doing between Jedi and Force Awakens. So that's why. That's why I really want to see. Yeah, um, I'm not sure how far it goes. I'll borrow that from you when you read. Yeah, it's fine. I'll I'll read that very quickly. So did you did novel. you get through those Vader comic books yet? Uh, no, I actually I'm missing one. Uh, that I did not realize. I didn't realize there was a hole in my collection. <laughs> so now I have to wait for that. I actually just realized I was reading it uh, also this past week and I'm like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Sounds like and the Star Wars. To Rococo, I know, I really do. I really do. And there was one. Friday. Yeah, I actually might do that. I might actually do that. Uh, the, yeah, the last one I, I stopped on the Star Wars um, one was Luke Skywalker and Boba Fett coming face to face. And I. Also have a hole in that one too, so yes, <laughs> a trip is definitely in order. Huh. Yes, yeah, um, but yeah, because they cross, and I haven't seen the one yet that uh, friend of the show Jim Smart was talking about, where they do like a crossover. I haven't seen that one yet, but that's all I really. I, um, all the arrows, the next season of arrows on Netflix now. Mm -hmm. I think Flash might be too, so I gotta check that out. It is. It is. Shit. God oh, damn it! I gotta get on that. Me All too. Right. Yeah, so I'll be watching that. Current Arrow's already on four episodes deep yeah. or something, yeah. so I gotta catch up. But I also have a CW app on my Xbox, so I can I think that's not catch up. I think it's on Hulu as well. Is it? Okay. Mm -hmm. the, oh, the newer ones? Okay, that's yeah. good to know. Yeah, because I need to catch up yeah, on that. Uh, I heard season three isn't the best season, but... Nah. I, I kind of quit on it. Oh, no. And, like, and early in season three. But mm -hmm. I, I mean, I'm going to catch back I just hate I hate commercials more than anything. Yeah, I'm with you. I just can't do I prefer shows. watching TV shows on Blu-rays or streamed. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. Like, the fact that Carl Bird always has to be there for Empire. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy <laughs> yeah. to me. I can't do it. What, what, it is, what does it for me is this, I like the whole, okay, we can talk about it mm. throughout the week instead of just saying, oh, no, 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 I didn't catch up, I didn't catch up. <laughs> you know, you got a whole crew who just watches it and then mm. discuss it for a week and then next hey, week. What do you discuss oh, Empire with, Carl? I got my cousins. Um, oh, okay. He has other watching. friends, you know, Eric. Yeah. Oh, it was his family. He just mentioned his family. <laughs> yeah, my family, my family watches it, and yeah. I have other friends who watch it. Yeah. That's um, cool. I'm like four episodes, three, four episodes back on Empire. I got to catch up on that, too. Yeah, but um, other than that, I didn't really do too much of work. kind of laid a little low. Um, did you? Did you really lay low? I guess. You know, okay. I'm laying on the couch <laughs> myself in my robe. Were you? Because it is robe weather, which is my Were favorite, you my favorite season. Listen, yes. You left that concert. When we left Kevin Hart's show, I mean, it okay. was freezing. Mm -hmm. Yes, I had my football with me. It was a chilly weekend. The Duke. Yeah. My neighbor, my upstairs neighbor in my apartment complex, left town for the weekend. And uh, we have central air. In did it go belly up? Place? No. Well, it wouldn't freaking matter. Oh, that's right. It's really cold out. The Do you have a robe? His jackass has left their AC on. 
the entire time. Also, and they're right upstairs, so I could hear it the entire freaking time that it was on. Mm -hmm. It was like an entire day and night. The house must have been like the North Pole when mm -hmm. they got back mm -hmm. home. Actually, I had to call the, the management office and ask them to go in their house and turn their crap off. Mm -hmm. It was annoying the hell out of me. And they did, which was cool. So that was fine. Cool. But yeah. Yeah, episode two of Walking Dead Sunday was actually pretty badass. It I was. heard. Friend, like, friend of the show just, Randy told us that it was very good, so I have not watched anything all, about The Walking Dead. It was just fighting from beginning to end. Wow, hey, we gotta check that out. Yeah. So uh, Maurice, Maurice, had, Maurice has to step out for a, for a moment here. Just uh, that's why he's disappeared. Full disclosure, so you won't hear him for the next little bit. Um. But yeah, no, go ahead, go on. Uh, it's not, not really, I don't really want to spoil anything. Yeah, please but, don't. But it's basically just action inside, inside Alexandria. Very, well, the first, the first attack was very reminiscent of um, Fam Squad's fa favorite online video, Too Many Cooks. <laughs> <laughs> so it was very reminiscent on that. Like, as soon as I saw, like, the first hacking, the the song just came, came to mind. So, um, and then it just went from, it was just action, fighting, killing, just I like that because I feel like last season was lacking a signature action scene or episode. I yeah, really it did seem like a lot, just a lot more story. Yeah. yeah. Than yeah. As far as, the, you know, action-wise action, action -wise and all that. But, yeah, this, this, this episode alone, like, made up for it. Yeah, and I liked how Carol was in full Assassin's Creed mode. Yeah, yeah. she, yo, Carol's, yeah. Carol's, well, Carol's a beast. I know yeah. she is. You, All right, I'm, I'm nothing not, like how she was in the comic. I'm actually gonna have to catch up now. I have, I, have, I mean, I'm behind oh, on every television program. Yeah, I'm playing right yeah. now. Yeah. Fasted Executioner. I watched like two episodes, and now I'm like stuck. Mm. Yeah, there's yeah. just not enough time in the world, man. But uh, moving on here, I know that uh, Vic, you have some interesting news items here that you've laid out. So mm -hmm. uh, a, a lot of uh, cinema news, which we like to catch up on every few episodes here, keep our listeners uh, informed and keep ourselves informed, quite frankly, because uh, you know some of us don't stay on top of these things as much as others. Yeah, um, somebody got to do it. Hey man, that's why we got Victor. He is he is the man for these things. So why don't we uh, why don't you uh, take us through some of this stuff and we'll uh, we'll discuss our thoughts on them. Yeah, uh, recently um, Marvel and Fox uh, they they announced a X Men TV deal. Yeah, they're gonna very have very interesting. Yep, uh, they're gonna have uh, two separate X Men. Well, a film. Well, two separate TV shows that are set in the X Men universe. Uh, Fox is gonna have uh, Hellfire. Which is which sounds really interesting, and FX is gonna have Legion. And that sounds interesting. Yeah, Legion sounds interesting too. Um, uh, both uh, both series are gonna be exec executive produced by Brian Singer, who directed the good X Men films. Yep, the first three, right? Uh, oh, the first two, two and two. Um, Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past. Past. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, first Class is really good too. That was uh, oh, yeah, Matthew Bond. Matthew Bond. Yeah, seen, that was good. Haven't seen First Class or anyone after that. You should. That's you when should. they got good again. Yeah. Part three was horrible. Oh yeah. Like, see, first class, then uh, the Wolverine, the Wol not X Men Origins Wolverine, the Wolverine. I saw that. I saw that one on a plane. Oh, I didn't Wolverine have the sound really on it, but it was just on. It was just on. Yeah. <laughs> I was too into my music there. But yeah, um, but yeah, both uh, both series they don't have the X Men branding, but they're set in the same universe, 
And what's 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 interesting too is like they they haven't been cast yet, but uh, Legion sounds interesting. It's about this uh, guy uh, David Holler uh, who was who's diagnosed as a schizophrenic. He's like has a lot of mental problems. Oh, he's fine. And um, he, like he's been in and out of psychiatric hospitals, but then um, but then he but then he realizes that the voices in his head might be other people's thoughts. And uh, from what I understand, uh, Legion is actually the son of Professor Xavier in the comics. So that might be, so it might, it might, it might, he might have some relation to uh, Charles Xavier in the in the series. So we'll see how it goes. But but it's definitely going to be pretty interesting to see where where they'll take that series. Yep. And also, Hellfire sounds even more interesting. This this film, this this I keep saying film. This series is going to take place in the ni- late 1960s. It's basically the same time frame as uh, First Class, with the uh, Hellfire Club. It might be a different version. Um, it's about this special agent who learns that there's this. Um, there's this power-hungry woman with these extraordinary abilities who's running this Hellfire Club. It's like the secret society of like millionaires that want to take over the world. The Illuminati? Yeah, basically. And uh, Illuminati with mutant powers. Or maybe the Illuminati in real life, maybe they do have mutant powers. Yeah, you maybe never so, know. Maybe not. But, uh, but yeah, uh, that, 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 that's it's going to be like a period piece taking place in the late 60s following uh, the Hellfire Club and what they're up to. So that's, yeah. that sounds like one I really want to watch. That sounds pretty cool. I thought the most interesting thing about this story was the rumor that started circulating when Marvel and Fox uh, made this deal. Um, so, as I understand it, originally uh, Fox only had the rights to the X-Men films, not television. Yeah. So Marvel still held television rights mm-hmm. for those properties. Mm-hmm. Um, so when this deal uh, happened, everyone was very surprised because those two companies had recently not been on the friendliest of terms. You might have seen that um, Marvel sort of stopped going um, or started going away from some of the properties that Fox held the rights to as far as like creatively pumping more uh, resources in the comics. So they were not mm-hmm. doing like huge events with the X-Men. They actually canceled the Fantastic Four yeah, uh, right comic book run uh, altogether yeah. and moved the characters to like different teams and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was recently announced and the rumor was that um, after the latest Fantastic Four reboot bombed that uh, Fox basically traded um, the rights to the Fantastic Four back to Marvel for the rights to make X-Men television. And that has then been basically debunked. It's been... Uh, they, they basically said that it that is not accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was exciting for a couple of days at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I thought it would have been cool to have Fantastic Four back at Marvel. Maybe they would have treated it right. Um, yeah, I, Fox I shed it I, I shed a tear when I first made that. The and I shed another trash. tear just to find out it wasn't true. Yeah, I thought Michael B. Jordan as as the the Human Torch would have been really cool. Um, that kind of sucks that that it's not. I'm going to watch that when it comes out on Blu-ray, but. I have no interest in supporting that movie in the theaters, just seeing how, you know, basically critically panned it was by yeah. everyone. I don't yep. think I've ever read anything from anyone that actually enjoyed that movie. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, that, that's one I'll definitely check out when it hits the red box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's a red box. I'll give it a dollar. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> if Marvel, uh, if Marvel if that's not what Marvel got in exchange for those rights from a company that they were not on friendly terms with, what did they get? Hmm. So I know, you know, like Marvel wouldn't just, why would they just trade those rights to Fox? Like, why why do they need them to make that money? They could have just gone and done it themselves and Marvel Television Studios would have just gotten all that cake. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah. very curious. Yeah. Maybe maybe they did something like what they did with Sony. Um, instead of just getting the rights back, mm-hmm. they sort of in, maybe they'll incorporate the Fantastic Four, or the X Men into the greater Marvel universe. Maybe that's what they traded, like they're doing with Sony and Spider Man, yeah. where Sony's sort of handling the production of the new Spider Man movie, mm-hmm. and uh, you know basically. Uh, getting um, credit or doing uh, everything, uh, co co producing um, everything with Sony uh, with the next uh, Spider Man. That would be fine at least. Um, may, you know, Fox would still have some creative control, but maybe they can steer it in a better direction as far as uh, Fantastic Four at the very least. I think X Men um, has been on the right trajectory for the last couple of films. Um, yeah, yeah. As long as they keep it with uh, Brian Singer. And or Matthew Vaughn, if he decides to go back and doing that, then then it's in good hands. Yeah, I think Matthew Vaughn got boxed. What yeah. they tend to do with talented directors, that's why a lot of Fox movies tend to come from first time or little known directors because Fox mm-hmm. likes to bully their directors into having you know corporate control, creative control over films and stuff like that. And a lot of creative types obviously don't like that. Yeah, same kind of kind of like what Marvel Studios does with yeah. their films. Yeah, but I feel like they at least allow their talent on the comic book side to have input instead of just a bunch of corporate suits. Mm. So, you know, they like to have more control, but there's also still creative people involved in the process at the same time. Mm. So I feel it's not as egregious. Um, and obviously, it's worked. Mm. You know what I mean? The the product that Marvel's put out has been pretty damn good for the most part. Mm. So, I mean, hey, we'll see. Hopefully yeah. we'll find out more about uh, the details of, uh, of, of what that deal uh, entails here soon. But, mm-hmm. you know, what else you got for us, Vic? Yeah, I've also heard of uh, HBO. They're getting a Watchmen TV series. Yeah, I don't know what to think about that. Yeah, I think, uh, I think, I think the, prime, the, the prime time would have done it, they should have done it was like back in like 2009 when the Watchmen film came out. And plus, Watchmen as a property, it's it was largely considered unfilmable for many years. Mm-hmm. And when we saw the movie, we kind of saw why. Um, Watchmen, it, it, in, in terms of like how it's set up, how it's paced, it, it, w- it would have been a perfect miniseries. Yeah, I and, get that. And, and now it's like, well, what's the point? What's the purpose? You know, I mean, I, if I really want to get into Watchmen, I'll just read the graphic novel again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with it. Yeah. I, think, I think there's a, some, some of the more little known. I mean, it, it could be cool. Um... I don't know what have they revealed any details as to what story they want to tell? Who are they going to be the the characters that the series focuses on? Uh, pretty, pretty much, um, from what I understand, it's just like the the main characters from the film, like Night Owl, the comedian. So are they gonna? Is it a prequel? Like, what um, what are they doing? Are they just retelling the story we've already seen? Like both. They're gonna retell the story, but then they're gonna include like a lot of stuff like before, mm-hmm. like before Watchmen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, no, that that could be cool if it's done in the right way. Mm-hmm. I feel like that that story would probably, like you said, be be better off in a, in a more slow burn, you know, a, st- a format that'll let it breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, film, uh, t- t- a TV series on HBO is probably the best way to go with that. Yeah. Um, I, feel, I feel the same way about, you know, some of the other lesser known or more adult um, comic book properties or graphic novel properties like Spawn mm-hmm. had a pretty good run on that animated series on HBO back in the day like if that was to come back mm-hmm. as uh, you know as an HBO miniseries or something like that I'd be down for some fucking live action HBO Spawn that would be dope yeah, yeah. I, would, I did hear something that Tom McFarlane had some type of secret project in mind but he ne- 
but I never got a chance to like really follow up on what I, what I've story. read about that is that for years Todd McFarlane has wanted to make a follow up to Spawn, but instead of doing it as a big budget Hollywood action movie, he actually wants to make a Spawn horror movie. Which would be pretty interesting. That would yeah, be pretty yeah. dope. If there's any like straight up kind of sort of traditional superhero that could fit that mold, probably Spawn. Like that would be pretty cool. And like what what his vision is, um, is to do it sort of on a smaller budget, um, where instead of having Spawn just be out there like your traditional superhero film where you kind of seeing them on a large scale sort of doing all these battles. Spawn will sort of just be this background character where he's more of a legend. And instead of showing up to beef with people all the time, he would just kind of lurk in the shadows and, you know, only interject when when he's needed or whatever. Like, that's sort of the concept that he's been kicking around for a few years, and it just hasn't come to fruition. I mean, it, it, it's it's an ambitious concept for a superhero property. Um, but if he get, ever gets the funding, I would be down to pay to see that for sure. Yeah, and plus if he recasts John Leguizamo... I'd be all for it. <laughs> yeah, because I Listen, honestly, man. I love the, I love the spot, the '97 Spawn movie. Um, yeah, I like that movie for too. What, I mean, for its time, like it was, just, it was just yeah. really good. You know, I was a fan of Spawn regardless. You know, yeah. I, my mom, my mother. Funny story, my mother actually, she knew I, just, I was a Spawn fan, so she bought. The VHS of the animated series and just uh, let us watch it. <laughs> just she went she went out somewhere and I'm like, okay, we'll watch Spawn. Uh, and it was I mean she had no idea. She had no clue. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, uh, that was a very I still, adult. We st- <laughs> and we still never told my mother to this day. By the way, yeah, Spawn. <laughs> But it was oh amazing. man, that's hilarious! Hey, that welcome back, Maurice. What's up, yeah. losers? Yeah. <laughs> you know, half our listener base. Listen, you, you know homos. You know, I haven't, I haven't seen the By original. The, sir. Yeah. Oh, I just wanted to say, yeah. Tony Guzamo was perfectly fine as the violator in the original. That Spawn was good. Movie. Oh yeah, yeah he was like, hilarious. Like I haven't, I've only, I haven't seen that film in its entirety. I've seen like bits and pieces really? over the years. Yeah. You should. I'll let I'm, you borrow it. You let me borrow something. <laughs> Is it on DVD? Yeah, I have it on Blu-ray. You have it on Blu-ray? Oh, oh good. Good. Wow. Bring it. Bring it next week. I'll let you borrow something. I okay. will just say the special effects will not hold up. Oh, no. I, oh I'm sure. It's 1997 <laughs> special <laughs> effects, Vic. I mean, oh, like, reminiscent to, to the Mortal Kombat first one. Oh, Actually, shit. no. Second one, too. Yeah. Michael, my that budget. <laughs> Ever since that Spawn movie, I've been a fan of Michael J. White. Like, yeah. I check yeah. out Michael oh, J. White stuff. Fun story. Recently, I was up late night, and I was looking for just something to watch. I didn't feel like playing a video game or anything. I just wanted to kick back and not have to use my hands or my brain. So I to watch something. So I'm sitting here on Netflix, much like our boy Randy. <laughs> and I stumbled across a movie called Skin Trade. And I'm like, hey, what? these are people I know. No, skin game. Skin trade. Uh, didn't you say skin trade was that thing, George R. R. Martin thing? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, skin trade. I'm like, what? What? What is this right here? So I end up uh, checking out what it is. It's just on name recognition alone. Mm-hmm. So, this movie stars Tony Ja, mm-hmm. Ron Perlman, mm-hmm. Michael Jai White. Oh. Peter Weller. Okay. Robocop. And Dolph Lundgren. Oh. <laughs> so, D- 
Dolph Lundgren is the main character of the movie. That's where it all went south. <laughs> so I ended up watching this movie on and off. I was like on my phone on Twitter because it's just it's a pretty terrible movie. I'm not gonna lie, but that's a lot of big name action stars. So I'm like. Oh, hey, let's check this out. I wonder why Dolph Lundgren is so prominently featured in the art for this movie. <laughs> oh, I found out. Mm-hmm. I found out quick. Also, Tony Joss fallen. He's fallen hard. Yeah, He's yeah. in a straight-to-video Dolph Lundgren movie. Oh, Damn, Tony. Where did it all go wrong? Oh. The Protector 2, probably. That's yeah, probably I what all went I love the first <laughs> on The Protector was awesome. On Block was awesome. On Block was a shit. Yeah. This is that first kick, and I'm like, all right, that's it. But yeah, that's what, that's what Michael J. White is also up to these days. And Ron Perlman, what the hell, man? That dude's got, like, the most eclectic cinematic resume of anyone ever. Like, that dude will show up on awesome TV shows, mm. awesome movies, awesome. crap straight-to-video stuff, trash movies. Mm-hmm. Terrible TV shows, then back to like awesome Guillermo del Toro stuff. I don't even understand. Like, <laughs> does that guy have an agent, or he does he just yes accept any role that yes. gets put in his in his face? Like, yes, what? Probably that. You're paying how much? <laughs> oh, uh, Tony Jaa wasn't he in Furious Seven? Uh, six. Was that Tony Jaa, or was that the dude from? I, I thought it was the... Equal Ways. Yeah, that's who it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Dude from the Raid. Okay, pretty sure. Yeah, that's no, the Raid was he was in six. Okay. So maybe they both were in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think they were both used at some point in those movies. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Dolph Lundgren sucks. Oh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Ivan, awesome. Ivan Drago was his only good role, and even that wasn't that good. Not in Skin Trade, he doesn't. It's he sucks in Skin Trade. Just one. So yeah, don't watch that movie. It's not a very good action movie. I expected it to at least be a halfway decent action movie. Michael J. White, he just needs a paycheck. That dude doesn't get all that much work, unfortunately. Yeah. I like him. There's a Mortal Kombat, the web series thing, which that, is pretty awesome. Steven Seagal movie with DMX. Yeah, see what I mean? No, oh, Exit, Exit Wounds. Wounds. Yeah, <laughs> I love that movie. Michael Jai White, favorite, what are you doing? That is one He's of my done favorite. Tyler Perry movies. That is one of my favorite action movies. Uh, it's so bad, it's good. He so, was in Undisputed 2. Yeah, you like that. Never I Back do. Down 2. I do like that. I one. actually like those Never Back Down movies. Really? I've never seen those Never Back Down I mean, the first one was basically a You Got Served in MMA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I knew what it was, and I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. And even in the second one, was the second one's pretty low budget. It was his directorial debut, but it's actually really good. Michael J. White's really yeah, yeah. somewhere um, interesting. Yeah, and he's actually doing a part. In a, he's actually doing a part three. They need to just do an undisputed four and bring back Boyka. I want to see Black Dynamite Part Two. Oh man, I was about to say the best thing he's ever done is Black. I was literally about to say that. Yeah. Best thing he's ever done is Black Dynamite. Yes. That's a fantastic movie. <laughs> I've mentioned my love of that movie previously on this podcast. Oh, you yeah. have. It has not waned. <laughs> have you seen Black Dynamite Maurice? Have not. You need to see that movie. Okay, is it on Netflix? Uh, it was on Netflix. If it's not, I'll never see it ever. <laughs> I'll let you borrow my Blu-ray. <laughs> that's two in one. Hey, I support. Yeah. I support this decision. Yes. <laughs> that's how much. That's how much I want you to see Black wow. Dynamite. Next week, what I'll bring it. What if I see it and I'm like, I don't like it. It's okay. Okay. I'll smack you around a little bit, but it's all right. Damn. Sweet. I can dig it. Yeah. I'm not a big like movie aficionado, so I don't really know a good movie if it hit me well, in the face with a cold fish. The movie's fish. hilarious. It's yeah. just hilarious. Oh, it's funny? Yeah. I like oh, it's, 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 okay, it's I thought it was serious. Hilarious. I thought it was like, yeah, okay, that's cool. 
Yeah, it's it's much better than Kung Pao Enter <gasps> the Fist or whatever. Oh man, uh, my, I am easily it really amused. Is, so I I don't think I'll have a problem. <laughs> Listen, Maurice. Since yeah. since since I'm here, I'm gonna let me help me help you. Let me upgrade your film tastes, okay? okay. He's gonna give I'm you gonna a cosmopolitan taste. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes, Criterion Collection all day. <laughs> but yeah, I, I will let you borrow a few of my Criterions, okay? okay. I, I, I want to upgrade your sensibilities, okay? You got it. I can't be the only one with refined, you know, <laughs> refined culture Make here. Sure you know? there's at least Listen, one I, movie in there. I have refined uh, all of most of those yeah. movies that you talk about. I've checked out, seen, or mm. have interest in seeing. Yeah. I just choose to accentuate the less finer taste in life. <laughs> right. That's why I say. I like That's fun. That's the eight. I don't. Yeah. Like yeah, Carl. Listen, sometimes I don't feel like being depressed. Sometimes I don't want to watch the road. Sometimes I just want to watch Crank 2 High Voltage and feel stupid and entertained. Well, I just want to laugh and see some violence. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, I have plenty of movies that, that would satisfy that need while upping your cultural sensibilities. Now, my, other, my question is, has anyone here seen the Black Dynamite animated show? No. I saw bits and pieces of it. Was it good? It had its, fun. It had its moments. Hmm. Yeah. Apparently, Michael J. White actually reprises his role as the voice of Black Dynamite in that. I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. That. I just don't like going to movies to think a lot. Oh, God. Maurice, don't say things like that in my <laughs> presence. Don't say that. That's why I watch Kung Pao Drift. <laughs> See, when, when... Oh, I feel like I would enjoy that movie with, uh... What was it? Bridge of Spies? I feel like I'd like that. Yes, Bridge of Spies will be right up your alley. You definitely enjoy that. Doesn't... It's okay. I'll give it a try. We'll see. Yeah, I'll go see Goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, see Goosebumps too, but okay. see Bridge of Spies also. All right, because because like I know Steven Spielberg is all annoyed because all these superhero movies he's starting to throw down. It's his yeah. fault anyway. He's the one that made freaking Jurassic Park. Steven Spielberg, yeah, show all your cool. fate, bro. Steven Spielberg's hanging on superhero movies. Well, yeah. Why? I don't think he's hating on it. He's just like, he's, he he just knows that superhero movies are are way more prevalent more now more than ever. He says that, he thinks yeah. that they're gonna go the way of the western. Or it's going to be oversaturated and people are going to get sick of it. Maybe. Hasn't mm. happened yet, though. Yeah. Got a long way to go. Oh, yeah. About five, six years, maybe. <laughs> what was some, uh, what, 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 did I, what did I miss? Oh, we uh, briefly touched on the uh, X-Men uh, themed uh, TV shows, yep. Legion and Hellfire. Nice. Good cinema news updates. Yep. yep. So, well. And uh, Watchmen, the uh, HBO TV series coming out. That's intriguing to me. That's very intriguing. Yep. Definitely the closest adaptation I've ever seen, yep. except for the end, but that makes sense. But oh. not the best movie I've ever seen. Yep. Oh, and uh, also, uh, speaking of movies, the Terminator franchise has been put on hold. <laughs> hmm. Yes, thanks. Hmm. Because, uh, apparently, because the uh, Terminator Genesis actually flopped domestically. Because mm -hmm. the, the movie was budgeted at, a, had a hundred, $155 million budget, but it only made... That's insane. Yeah, but it only made $89.7 here, stateside. And foreign, but foreign, it, it, it did gangbusters. It, it did like 350 million. So, but because of the poor domestic numbers, yeah. they're they're actually taking, a, putting it on hold. They're actually trying to reevaluate where they're gonna take the sequels. Mm -hmm. If they're gonna take, if they're gonna, if they're gonna, the, re, if they're gonna do the sequels, or if they're gonna reboot reboot it again as I, a TV series. Article that it made yeah. a lot of money in China. It made over 400 million worldwide, and it still lost money. Yeah. How do you That's even make insane. a movie anymore? How do you even make a movie? Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm let me let me help you out, producers of Terminator Cinema. <laughs> Bring back James Cameron. 
Wow. Done. Yeah. I will take my million dollar fee now. Although Cameron reportedly said that he did like Genesis. He did say that. Yeah. I didn't think it was a Well, James movie. Cameron's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cameron's busy rap doing Avatars 2, 3, and 4. Right. Talking about yeah. sequels we don't Holy need. crap. He's making three more of those? Yep. Wow. Yeah. We need Fast and Furious sequels more than we need Avatars. That dude sequels. spent too much time yeah. under the ocean, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm curious about seeing Genesis. I'll, I'll, that's a Redbox movie. I'll give it a dollar. I don't even know if I'll do that, to be honest with you. Yeah. I will go see Avatar. So the, yeah, uh, we'll the other rumor that came with the X-Men, I don't know if you touched on that, was we that did. you did that Marvel might be getting Fantastic Four? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Because, and I've said it before, I just want Doom. You can keep Fantastic Four. Just give Marvel Doom. Did, you do yeah. know that they denied that. I, right? I did hear about that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it would be awesome to see Doctor Doom in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, yeah. but not at this point because he'll be taking a backseat to Thanos. Yeah, Marvel needs more villains for sure. So what did I? What did we leave off? What did I miss? Oh, uh, oh, we, we didn't mention that there's going to be another Die Hard movie, and yeah. it's going to be a prequel, Die Hard Six. Yeah. Yep, it's to be directed by Len Wiseman, who directed Live Free or Die Hard. Yeah. Oh, really? Yep. Nice. I love that movie. That was the fourth ahead, one. Maurice. Tell us something about that. Yeah. What? Because I am not excited about this. I love no, Die Hard. This new one. Oh, I love yeah. Die Hard movies. I don't know. I just that was literally the first I heard about it was when I read it earlier on the docket. Oh, cool. I, I have no idea, but I love the Die Hard movies. I did not see the latest one in Russia because oh, that one's fucking awful. That's right. I, I saw your video review of that. Legit terrible. Yeah. You know why it was terrible? Because the guy that played Kyle Reese in the new Terminator played his son. <laughs> Jai, Sorry, bro. Jai Courtney, the charisma magnet. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Like Bruce Willis is a legitimate. Charisma. He could be a pro wrestler and he would. Yeah, kill this it. Is, if there's a prequel, there's no way. No, I understand. I'm just saying. No, that's yeah, there's no way he can be in it. But a prequel, that's ridiculous. Although, just, they could cast Joseph Gordon-Levitt as young Bruce Willis, young John McClane. Yeah, like true. Looper. He did play yeah, him yeah. in Looper, yeah. Looper which I really enjoyed. Yeah, that was a good movie. I love Die Hard movies. I love stupid action movies. So do I. Yeah, but that latest one in Russia was bad. Yeah, I did see it. It was just not a good movie. Hmm. Hmm. Awful. Hmm. We will we will someday discuss eighties action films for sure. Mm-hmm. So that is one of my favorite genres for sure. Oh yeah, plenty so, of material. Uh, do we have anything else here? Have we uh, have we discussed that there is a uh, bunch of trailers and a release date for Jessica Jones on Netflix? Oh uh, yes, we did. We did. Oh, awesome. we did okay. last week. Um, so yeah, man, that uh, that I am still looking very much looking forward to that. Yeah, all those. All those Netflix Marvel shows, I'm definitely looking forward to. Yeah, uh, Luke Cage. I forget. Um, I heard a rumor that the the actor who played the the guy in the Old Spice commercials, the one on, I'm on a horse. Isaiah Mustafa. Yeah, I heard that he was considered uh, for the part. Yeah, for the part of what? A Luke for Cage. The part of Luke Cage. Oh, interesting. I know that they cast him already. I've seen screenshots of the guy who's playing him online. Oh, yeah. oh dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, show. I think this is a perfect time for us to move on to uh, emails of the week. We've got a couple. Um, I know that we have one from uh, one of our favorite intellectual friends. So um, I'll let Victor handle that one. I will. uh, I will start us off with friend of the show Furman, who finally makes his triumphant return back to the show. Uh, So let's do it. Yes, sir. Aw, yeah. <laughs> Where is it at? Hey, hey, guys. It's Furman. LOL. Sorry for being <laughs> MIA for a while. I didn't get the LOL in there. <laughs> Work caught up with me. 
However, I don't feel as sorry as anyone who was taking Victor's film appreciation class. <laughs> that must be hell. I'm one podcast behind, so I don't know if you guys have talked about the new Star Wars comic and the new saga graphic novel, but would love to hear your thoughts. Also, with Street Fighter V, Star Wars Battlefront, and Fallout 4 coming out, if you could only pick one, which one would it be and why? We'll be listening to what you guys have to say. Thanks again, your boy, Furman. What were, what were the options? What were, the, what were the options? Street Fighter V. Nope. Yes. Star Wars Battlefront. Most and likely. Fallout 4. So. Yes. Street Fighter V. Street Fighter V. All day. Er day. Fallout 4. Go Star back. Wars Battlefront. You have to give your whys. Oh. Because it's Star Wars. And I'm not a big fighting game fan. And I am not... I've fallen out of love. I don't know, man. It's weird because it's like the less of the three evils in my eyes. Because I'm not a big fighting fan. The Fallout games were too big for me. <laughs> I can't wrap my brain around them because I know I'll never finish it. I feel like I can have a lot of fun with Star Wars, and I really want to play the Battle of Jakku and I Jakku, whatever the power. Jakku. Jakku. And I can't do that with those other Victor games. Victor corrects you about that. I know every time I cannot get it right. Um, but I'm gonna tell you can't talk right. That's so yeah, I don't know Alien Planets. I'm sorry, um, but. Because I need to play that because I'm a Star Wars whore. We've talked about that. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. That's my why. I know. They, they, they can do whatever they want with They've you. They've got me good. Like I did Carl Bird. Exactly. Uh, well, Furman, uh, nice to hear from you. Go to hell. <laughs> uh, so wait, which one and why? Uh, Fallout 4. Yes, that's um, one I'm really looking forward to, November 10th. Uh, why? Because it's, well, it's... Uh, more Fallout. It's uh, definitely a not only a continuation, but also it seems to be like a bit of an evolution of the Fallout formula that we've seen in Part Three in New Vegas. Really looking forward to seeing how it unfolds in the Boston setting and the somehow reworked uh, game engine. And it just looks like a much more robust uh, and more interesting game. I mean, I'm not a big Street Fighter head. Not, not hating on the franchise, but not a big mm. uh, fighting game fan. Yeah. And Star Wars Battlefront. Eh, it's one. It's multiplayer only, and also it's EA. They're kind of shifty, so I, you know, I'm not really into that. Yeah. Sort of, th sort of I'm thing. I'm not big on the multiplayer only. I really would have loved a campaign. That would've been so awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to go to Gillette Stadium in Fallout 4. That is gonna be cool. I don't know Gillette. I know they have Fenway. I'm you know, Gillette, though. I will say this though: I, I, if if Fallout Four features a zombified Tom Brady, he's gonna get shot up so hard. High five! <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. Tom Brady would not become zombified. Are you insane? Yeah, he's Tom Brady's impervious to all diseases. He's the overseer, bro. That's a Fallout guy, right? Uh, I'm gonna drop a nuke on his head so bad. <laughs> Carl, do you think even um. Will the game even go all the way out to Probably Foxborough? not. Foxborough, nah. I doubt it. They should. Because it's they what, won't. like tw 10, 20 minutes away from Boston? Yeah. Outside of Boston? They probably won't. Yeah. They should, but they won't. They won't, yeah. They, like I said, I think they have Fen the Fenway, I think. It's a few. Fenway, definitely, I'm sure. Yeah. This, I saw a few TV Bank. Um, yeah, Fenway's cool. Yeah. I do like the Boston setting. I'm intrigued by yeah, that. But you guys have like a crew that you roll with that does all the fighting games, right? Or yeah. The... yeah. So you chose Street Fighter, Carl, why? It's Street Fighter. <laughs> Enough said. Fair enough. No, Carl always gets owned in Street Fighter. Is that true, Colbert? No, there's been plenty of times like I whipped <laughs> your ass. Totally true. Well, maybe in other game, maybe in Injustice, Carl, but not Injustice, Street, Street Fighter. Fighter. Get out of here. There are so many Combat. games. You have Codex Prime goes to the Street Fighter Five. I am a big fan of fighting games, and Street Fighter is yeah. my favorite one. What do you What do you guys play on console or PC? Console. Console. Yeah, they definitely need to announce my boy Guile. 
for Street Fighter right. Five. They have not revealed him yet. And I'm very use... upset about it. Controllers, no, just controllers. Yeah, no, yeah. We're, we're, we ain't that crazy. <laughs> we we are not going to any fighting game tournaments anytime soon. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, man, it's fun as hell. Just getting together with your boys, playing some good old fighting games, talking some trash, smack talk. It's just a good time. I really enjoy it. I'm not a huge. That's uh, been like a pastime of ours. Yeah, for like yeah, forever. For as long as I've known Street Alex Fighter, friggin' Smash Bros. Anything. I do any enjoy fighting Smash Bros. I will throw I'm down actually Smash looking for, maybe I'm the only one in this group, but the new Tekkens that are going to be coming out for the next-gen systems. Oh, man, I fell off Tekken after the PS1. I've always, been a, I've always been a fan of Tekken. Tekken 3 was awesome after that. Oh, that they went, they went downhill amazing. pretty yeah. bad. The only fighting game I played a lot of, or actually I, don't even, I haven't played it in years, but was... Super Smash Brothers, like the original one for that yeah. 64. I barely played yeah, Brawl, Melee, be, or Wii U. I used to be pretty good at those games, and I've yeah. progressively gotten better <laughs> at them because I don't play them anymore. The I day, just don't play in period. The day my nephews beat me in Super Smash Brothers, the day I retired. <laughs> they tried to play me like a year ago, and I wiped the floor with them. So I still am okay. Nice. <laughs> All right. So, hey. Any more keep, emails? Uh, keep, on, keep on sending them in, Furman. Yep. And I got another email. Uh, gentlemen, just Victor, please read this anonymously. Uh, since, I, since I am a couple of episodes behind, please forgive my emails from way back. Start, starting off, someone, please tell me why people in zombie movies do not know what zombies are. A person could witness a zombie chanting brains and eating a person's skull out and act like they don't know what is happening. That's kind of true. <laughs> Never really um, thought of that. Uh, regarding your last show, Reza had me until she started trashing Tom Brady. Yeah, right? <laughs> the disparaging comments about him getting a tax write-off for donating to charity especially bothered me. What does it matter if someone donates to charity and gets a rebate? Considering the amount of false charities out there, his money going to real cancer research is admirable. Mm -hmm. It's admirable. Mm -hmm. If the government gives some tax credit for a donation to charity, then I see that as a good thing rather than an insult, which is the same reason that I donate to ALS research. As an educator myself, hence the reason for asking to remain anonymous, I would like to discuss history education. I hear time and time, and time again that people say, why do I have to learn about a bunch of dead white guys? However, this is not the state of history education today. Unfortunately, politicians decide curriculum. I instead teach multiculturalism, for example, mm. the Native American view of landing on the landing of the pilgrims, or the Mexican American view of the Zoot Suit riots. P.S. I'm also a graduate of URI. Go Rams. Hey, uh, Mor <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, Maurice, I am also the most musical of our family. I have an eclectic taste in music compared to your lame Linkin Park and Rise Against Wank music taste. I like Linkin Park. Thanks, Carl Bird. With that said, please enjoy this video regarding the woman suing her nephew. The audio will be hilarious for listeners. The Onion News, some news is bullshit. Love, Victor's biggest fan, not Darren. We'll play that on the way up. <laughs> yeah, 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 we'll do that. But, uh, hey, I will always stick up for our boy, Tom Brady. Don't you worry, anonymous emailer. I will always have your back on that front. Listen, I donated a dollar to Wendy's for adoption, and I got five free Junior Frosties. Hey, that's a write-off. That's exactly. That's why I donated. That's your kickback. Also, because they make me feel bad. 
Actually, this is at Taco Bell. Hey, do you want to donate a dollar to help young kids fight cancer? No, yep. I don't want to donate a dollar to help young kids fight cancer, you jerk. Fuck you. Yes, take my dollar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I actually have a story uh, that connects to uh, anonymous emailers' email here. Mm. Uh, recently, I had a discussion a with spirited discussion. It was quite spirited. <laughs> Uh, with a individual who will remain nameless here um, and basically the gist of it was um, this individual's uh, school uh, taught was teaching uh, his sixth grade a child um, the story of Emmett Till in class mm -hmm. um, and he became upset uh, because the story uh, in, in his in this uh, history class made an impression on this young child um, and he became upset because the kid was talking about it on the way to um, to baseball practice I believe or baseball mm -hmm. game Little League, Little League game mm -hmm. um, and he said that he does not he preferred not to have his kid thinking about that type of thing uh, you know when he's going to do his extracurriculars or just you know that that he, he felt that they should not teach that in class because he felt it better that those types of things be forgotten mm -hmm. and uh, again we had a very spirited discussion because I disagreed with that viewpoint and I said basically uh, that if you basically you know if you do not learn from history you are doomed to repeat it mm -hmm. and you know I, I, I was glad that the story made an impression on the young uh, child because I, that's the point yeah that's the point of the whole thing yeah if you see if you hear a story about a young black man who you know gets unjustly uh treated and abused and uh you know think things obviously did not end well for emmett till um it, regardless of what he was or was not doing um you know and the reasons why it happened nobody deserves to be treated in that manner so the fact that the the, the school was teaching um that that subject first off is not um un uncommon i feel that that's a pretty you know uh famous story and it should be taught in mm -hmm. in my opinion um if if you don't get taught those things like you know if, if they don't teach it at the schools like one of the points was that this individual made was this stuff is uh passed down propagated by families by parents and stuff like that um so why like he's basically believed that they were teaching racism in schools and my point was no it is a counterpoint if the schools are not your your counter reference for those viewpoints when you go home if you have that family that's teaching you racism how are you going to know that there is a different viewpoint if all they do is completely ignore it in schools mm -hmm. so um yeah, uh, it, 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 I certainly um, agree that uh, history is a subject that should probably get more attention because we do learn a lot. It was actually one of my favorite subjects in, in yeah. school, if not my Mine's favorite. Um, so I was, uh, I was very surprised by, by this mm. individual's reaction to, mm. to that situation. And uh, I think our discussion sort of, uh, you know, I hope helped uh, uh, him change his mind a little bit yeah. on, on the whole situation. He was, he was very receptive to mm. to that, mm. you know. But it was a good discussion. Mm. And I said, hey, can you guys stop yelling at each other? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
Yeah, and plus too, like uh, one, you can't you can't protect children from reality forever. Mm -hmm. You know, exactly. I mean, the world is an ugly place, so yeah. they got to learn about that. Yeah, that, that was stuff. certainly one of my points. Racism yeah. is real, mm -hmm. whether you want to ignore it or not, it still yeah. exists. Yeah, and and plus in America, but if I never talk about it moment. and pretend it doesn't exist, mm -hmm. it doesn't exist, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. I, I think that makes the problem worse. For oh, okay, us. perfect. Oh, even better. But, even uh, better. but, but, all, but also too, um, like, I'm, I'm listening to what you said. I'm glad, that, I'm glad that the Emmett Till story made an impression on, on that kid yeah, that's because, because when you look at how history is taught in schools, like for the most part, like a lot of the way history is taught, they make teachers kind of present it as if all the most interesting things happened decades ago, and today we're we're just eating off the table that greater greater men and women built, mm -hmm. and it's, they don't really connect the past to the present. They don't make it relevant. So if anything, you know, kudos to that kid's history teacher for yeah. making that history relevant because I've had a few history classes when I was at school where where it was presented in such a boring and dry fashion. Yep. And the only interest I could got that I got out of it was when I did research myself yeah, outside yeah. of school. And sixth grade's a good so. that's a good age. You're starting to hit yeah. a teenager and you, you know, start to learn the what to the world. Yeah. So I uh, yeah. I and the famous school like you said earlier, you're gonna you're doomed to repeat history if you don't learn from it. So yeah. I'm totally with that. Um, anonymous emailer, please resend that video because when I opened it it was a video of a bear. Doing, bears are cool doing bear things <laughs> but i don't think it was the audio of the the woman that you're talking about uh so please resend that video we'll play it next week <laughs> but i did enjoy the bear though thank you for that maybe we'll post that up on the, on the facebook page uh speaking of facebook carl bird where can our people find us hey we're on facebook at the uh codex prime podcast twitter codex prime cast instagram codex prime podcast you can email us at codexbrandpodcast at gmail.com. We are all over the web. Um, am I forget? I always feel like I'm forgetting. You know what's something I forgot to do today? I forgot to Periscope this shit. So Periscope, I don't know if you've used it before. It's, a, it's an app with like, it lines it with Twitter. And all your Twitter followers, if you do a Periscope video, they can see what you're doing live. I totally forgot to do it. Oh. And we forgot to talk about King Killer again. We're talking about Damn that next it. week. We <laughs> had huge film news session and we forgot to talk about uh, That actually makes me upset. That actually makes me really upset. Put that on the docket for next week, Vic. We really need to talk about that. Yeah. But we'll periscope next week as well. As you can see, it's live recording. Uh, we'll, we'll give that a quick test run. And we are testing our Skype capabilities tomorrow for uh, for interviewing. So we'll yeah. try to get some more guests on the show. Good. Um, yeah. But... Uh, uh, Vic, where can the listeners find you? Uh, they can find me on the Twitter machine, at Victor Omoyo. And they can also find me on YouTube as well, youtube.com slash user slash V-O-Moyo. Mm -hmm. And one day, the Codex Prime Podcast will be on YouTube. It's going to be a bunch of silly little videos of me at first. <laughs> <laughs> because apparently you have to record little stuff first. Right? Yeah. Oh, and you can find me um, on Instagram, SoundCloud, Twitter, at MrBird1027. Got a few blends coming out for you guys. And then I'll be doing a mix on... Uh, it on the Voices of Women show in a couple of weeks, so it's gonna be pretty good. Sweet. And crying in the corner, staring at his fantasy team. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Our well, listeners can find me in their mama's house. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly! Uh, please do not send us hate mail at Codex Prime Podcast. No, we'll take all mail. We'll read it. We'll read it. Right if you hate Eris more than anyone in the world, like we all do, we'll, we'll read it. Oh, and uh, your mama doesn't. <laughs> Oh, and uh, yeah, you can catch me on one of your friendly neighborhood dating sites, too, for what that's <laughs> Hey, ladies. Uh-oh. Go ahead and line up. All right. Vic is available.
That could be a good show. Hey, if you have interest uh, in cosmopolitan tastes, hmm. holla at our boy Vic. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, you know, anything. Do a special Victor Dayton episode of the podcast. That'll be, that'll be some. Well, that'll be an extremely short episode. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So just, you know, just anything to propagate our, uh, our Codex Prime, you know, Links and whatnot. I got you. Yeah. If anyone has any ideas for any shows they wanted to hear us talk about, email the show. We'll uh, yes. we'll credit you. Maybe we'll bring you on. We're always looking for guests. So if there's anything you want to talk about, anything you got, any uh, projects you're looking to plug, yeah. it's gonna be somewhat <laughs> awesome. If you got any projects you want to plug, let us know. Especially if you have a lot of followers, because we're using you for all your followers. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody? Uh, anything else? Nope. Nope. All right. Thank you all. We'll catch you all next week. Later, nerds. Peace out, everybody. Later. See you next week.